Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shoes. They're back! Wait till you see the newly renovated Hot Shots Fenton. You're going to love the smoke-free environment featuring enhanced viewing options, a redesigned gaming area, live odds tickers and sports line boards, refreshed dark and pool table areas, and an all-new covered outdoor patio. Construction's finished, and the Hot Shots team can't wait to show off the new amenities throughout. Come see all the changes and visit them at hotshotsnet.com. You're going to love the new look. Hot Shots Fenton is now open. Pseudo Show Podcast. All right, let's hit it. Little, little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Hey, good morning, everybody. Hey, guys, we are live on this Monday, January the 21st. I believe we're the only people in the building, honestly. I think so. I think so. There's, there's, when, I, when I get here at, you know, 345, there's a few cars from like overnights and people that are getting here, you know, right in between Nobody's us. here. It's nope. empty. We are the only show live this morning, at least in this building. We are here to entertain you. That's what we do. Hey, we're here are for you. Are not entertained so you. far? We are here for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Already reports of a uh, terrible accident on 70. Uh, it doesn't say on my report yet, but we did get a, a couple messages actually from people saying that it is an accident with a fatality. Yeah. Oh. If not 70 a series, where? 70 at A. Which is like Wentzville area. Oof. Which is right right past the Lake St. Louis exit on 70. Is the whole highway shut down? Eastbound 70. It says two right lanes are blocked. There's only three lanes there. So there's that. Anybody experience any uh, slickness on the way in? There were a couple a spots. Bit, not. Yeah. A little bit. A couple spots that were troublesome. Here and there, they didn't really hit our neighborhood too much last night. Uh, we, and, you know, last week's storm, our streets were spectacular. But this week... 
you know, below 25, that salt's not going to kick in. So the salting really didn't. Yeah, it was, a, uh, it was a swing and a miss <laughs> on the. Uh, no, last last week. I'm talking about this. You said this weekend storm. I'm like, don't even consider this a storm. Oh, I didn't they, it was storm. it was a swing and a miss for the for the weather people this weekend. What do you they mean? They, they the underestimated storm, it a little bit? They overestimated They overestimated by a storm. The storm tracks south. So those of you in Farmington, you got you got a, a pretty decent amount of snow. But up north, where we are, not really much. I mean, not yesterday, really an inch. An inch, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Which was unexpected yesterday. That was not in the forecast. I feel like we got a bit more than that, right? I think so. We got a bit more than that, but it was the ice. It was the rain for those two days just soaked everything, and yeah. then everything is frozen. The dog was bringing in frozen tennis balls. Like, I mean, it was just frozen everywhere. Well, I had a great trip to uh, Costco yesterday. Oh, nice. And then the, uh, yeah, I sent you guys uh, pictures of uh, sweatpants. Does anybody nice. want me to pick up some sweatpants for you? To be honest with you, though, I didn't know the uh, winter line had already been out. <laughs> Fantastic. I'll, I'll, I'll be completely honest with you: is uh, they've upped their sweatpants game because I would wear those. Yeah, those, you know, those are as, not the, as those are joggers. Those were not the elastic. As, as a matter of fact, I I was looking for the you were looking stereotypical <laughs> cheapo the like uh, this is going to sound filthy, but like the ribbed uh, ankle. Yes, uh, you know where it looks yeah, like the elastic at the ankle around yeah your, around your yeah. Uh-huh. They don't have those anymore. Yeah, like these, like the 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 pants that you sent are like joggers, which are like they're maybe, under. Yeah, it's yeah, Under Armour brand. Maybe they finally got oh, the they're word. Under Armour. Those yeah. are Under oh, Armour. Yeah, I see the logo now. Yeah. Look at I that. didn't see the Under Armour. Look at the logo uh, on. They look the... like they look like hoodie sleeves nowadays. You know, with the. I mean, they're not they're not very fashionable, but they're more fashionable than than what they used choices. to be. Those are those are those are good sweatpants. Yeah, those are good sweatpants. Like Moon said yesterday, these were nice enough you could wear to work. <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> Good on you, Scott. Thank you. Good on you, buddy. But uh, we walked in there with uh, with the intention of, you know, just buying some paper towels, some toilet paper, a couple odds and ends. Walked out of there with a three hundred dollar bill. You got it. <laughs> now, do you, wow. do you go to Costco like? just for that kind of stuff? You go to Costco and like get the big crates of them. Is that what you do? Only a certain certain amount of things. That's that's what we do. Like this is gonna this is gonna kill you, Riz. But paper plates, paper towels, uh, toilet, toilet paper. paper th- th- that's why we go to Sam's. Man, where do you dog food? Stuff. <laughs> I mean, it, listen. You think, and this is the thing. Sam's and Costco. You think you go in there, and you honestly think, okay, I'm gonna go buy toilet paper, and it's 500 rolls of toilet paper. You can get 24 rolls of toilet paper. Oh, okay. You don't have a dedicated supply closet? Um, yeah, and it's got, you know, 65 coats in there and winter things for, for 15 kids. Like, uh, uh-huh. there's, not, there's not a lot of space. Storage is at a premium. Yeah, it's a huge <laughs> house, but it's a huge Ooh. house. Yeah, I go through a lot of toilet paper. I, could, I can't buy a box the size of a Buick all at one time and house the thing. Yeah, I don't have, I don't have too much storage, uh, in all honesty. You, um, you think that kind of, those kind of places are open today? Sam's Club? Oh, yeah. Costco? I mean, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. Store, I think pretty much it? everything's open today. Yeah. You think so? It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's offices and, and it, you're, like, you're not getting mail today. Yeah, I read that 70% of the workforce is off today. Yeah. 70%. Is is garbage uh, garbage coming today? I don't think so. No, I don't ah, think so. Put the garbage out. We're going to get a neighborhood ah, citation now. No, what happened was even <laughs> last night it was, you know, there was snow on the driveway and I put flip-flops on. There you go. Think, I'm going to brave think, the elements, guys, to walk to the end of the driveway. Yeah, I think if Did you third... shovel yesterday? No. Yeah, well, I mean, nah. You didn't shovel yesterday? Nah. I don't I don't shovel. I did. 
I waited I'm, out. I, this is going to sound real, real fast dumb, especially coming from me, who's is, <laughs> you know, known for being sort of lazy. Is I, I dig it. Like it's one of my favorite things to do. I'm a fan. I know a couple people like that. I love they it. Put headphones in. They're like, I don't even do that. I, I just like I the do. sound. Yeah. I like yeah, the sound of the shovel on the. I, see, I love it. Here you can put layers. I do on. like the sound. And it's exercise. <laughs> no, no, I know. <laughs> Listen, I know it was cold is because you had flip flops. Yeah, well, that was to walk out the garbage. You walked in flip flops. I wasn't going to fully gear up just to bring the garbage to the curb. Oh, I thought you were shoveling snow in your flip-flops. No. Of course but, it's going to be cold. wet toes? I tried to walk on top of the snow. It wasn't that, it wasn't, <laughs> That's, it wasn't that much snow. See, How? he believes he can actually walk on it snow. It wasn't like that much water. snow. It wasn't enough where I'm going to sink in. If you guys are curious, by the way, I called my, my dad yesterday. We weren't, but go ahead. Oh, to see if he wanted a shovel? And my mom answered, and she goes, hello, and I go... Hi, this is your son. Will you ask my daddy if he needs help shoveling the driveway? <laughs> and my mom, I could hear her. She goes, she starts giggling. She goes, hold on. And I hear, John, tell him what's enough. if you want to come over and shovel the driveway. That's nice. And that I hear nice. this from the background. Nope. Already done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, what time did you call? Nine o'clock last night? It was like 10 a.m. Like when morning. I called him. <laughs> I told you, the man is in, insane. It's just, you, you hey, call. I did it. Yeah. I I'm did gonna, it. Wait, I'm going to set a reminder now. I'm calling him in April. Okay, I had, you know what's funny? <laughs> I had a uh, dinner with way. our good friend, Dr. Lori, on Saturday night, the show psychologist. Uh-huh. Did she mention me? Did she mention me? No, but she did okay. mention Tony and her dad. Or his uh, dad. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I got to meet with her. We got some issues to discuss like this. <laughs> and she said, uh, I'm kind of concerned. I've oh, been, uh, get out of here. Kind she said, do you want me to come in and just kind of talk to them both? I don't I really said, need yeah. a certificate to say she's you're yeah. concerned. She can come in and talk to us both, but to say that you're concerned, get out of here with that. I'm concerned. Yeah. <laughs> she's a medical professional. Too. Okay. Listen, it's good we have a, you know, a psychologist on, on standby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking she should just come in and just... I don't know if your dad would be receptive to it. He probably won't. I, I have a feeling he would be okay, just like you. Let's schedule it. He would, he would literally be just like you. Where, cool, I hear you, but there's no helping me. Nope. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, I, I hear everything you're saying, but I ain't going to do anything about it. Scott, put it on the books. Already. <laughs> That's if, that you know what, to be honest, and, and, and we may have to ask him because... If she walked in, he'll shut it. He'll shut it down. If, if, if she walked in without us telling him, he would. He would, would he not, walk out? He would not say a word. He would not say a word. Really? You don't think so? Oh no. He would be. He would. He would. Oh, first I, listen, off, first I think Doctor Lori could okay. kind of chip through that. You know what? Tough exterior. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna take that back. He would be fine. And that night, he would call me and say he's never coming in here again. Oh, Guaranteed. oh I don't want that. Oh, there have been times where like we've played so- game. We've played games on the air here. That and then and then the following night or the next day or whatever, he's called me and he said, "You do it again and I'm out." I'm sick as he is making poking sick of fun yes, of you me. Know? During the holiday break, Moon played for one of the recaps. Moon or Scott played one of the recaps of him trying to say the actors' names and he couldn't do it. Yeah, and uh, he called me and was furious. Furious. Really? Oh, he called but, me. But like, his ratings were. were he, off he, called, the roof. Yeah. he called me and he said. He called me and he said. He goes, "Who picks those things that play?" And I was like, "It's, it's, it's random." I go, "It's either Moon or <laughs> it's Scott." <not> <laughs> I go, it's either Moon or Scott that picks it. I'm not 100% sure. And he goes, I knew I didn't like Moon for a reason. Wow. He said that for real? He just had one reason? Did he say that? Here's how we pick all the best of stuff. We put everything on a wheel and we go. All right. And it's round and round she goes. Making fun of Papa. Yeah, now we're (laughs) good.
seven of the spots are make fun of John. John Patrico pronounce it. Oh, Great. Again? Well, again yeah. We got to get a smaller wheel, by the way. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know how he would take to it. I really don't. I would love to say. You want to plant the seed? You want me to ask him? Or do you want to wait until Thursday and you could spring it on him? Ooh. Mm. Because guess what? Here's another thing I know about my dad. If I say something to him at home and go, hey, we're thinking about doing this, he'll go, nah. If he's in here in front of that microphone and you tell him, hey, we're thinking about doing this, he'll go, okay, all right. So. <laughs> yeah, but then I'm putting him on the spot and then I feel guilty. It's up to you. If you want me to, if you know I what think, I, I just want you this? to How plant the seed. What if I do this? So I got to pick my kids up later on this evening. What if I mention it to my mom first and get her initial reaction? Yes. And then, and then I'll go, <laughs> what do you think? Do you think dad? And I guarantee you she's going to go. She's going to love it. He's, no, she's going to go, you two need it, but he's never going to agree to it. But we'll th- I'll, I'll try my best to make it happen. Oh, man. Wouldn't it be great? Yeah, it'd be great. Here's the thing, and, and this is why it will be great, is because I'll be receptive to it, and I'll be okay with everything, and everything will be fine. He will fight every single thing. Does he not believe in that science or what? He does, but I don't think he's ever done it because he, I'm telling you, Jeff, I'm telling you, he's a guy where <laughs> he could sit there and and even like a regular doctor can go in. We've seen this happen. Sorry, but the books are full until March. We can't get you in to have your hip surgery until March, but we'll put you on the books. End of March, we'll get it done. And what does he do? Instead of going, okay, everything's booked in that, he goes like this. Hey, doctor, I've had for 21 years. You're out. I'm finding somebody new. I I understand that. I know that story, but what does that have to do with him being receptive to Dr. Laurie or not? I'm talking about receptive of anybody and anything. He always thinks he has a better solution or he has the better answer. Well, radio. That would be great radio, man. Let's let the psychologist... Try to unpack that. He fired fired the doctor because... The doctor has no loyalty to him. Tell him we like, got him a new doctor. doctor. Has a life too. Ta- hey, like, tell him yeah. we got him. We got him a new doctor. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, good call. Good call. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's we got it. you a new doctor. Hey, Doctor Lori, once we were going to do your initial consultation here, it ain't for your hip though. <laughs> Just say it's a doctor. We got a, a medical professional coming yeah. in. You needed a doctor. Hey, we got, we got one. you one. You didn't say what type. Yeah, and also, start at Jeff, the top and work our way down. And also, Jeff, another reason I know he's not receptive to this <sighs> is because tell me one time that you've met the man that my dad has quote talked with anybody. It's always, I'll say a few words in a talking tone, and then we're yelling at each other. Mm. Yeah. That's that's, that's everybody. You, you, you. That doesn't matter. That's the best. <laughs> <laughs> that's why his ratings are so through the roof. So, <laughs> so, uh, so yesterday, so after uh, after my Costco run, and then, you know, these fat flakes outside. Yeah. Just looking out the window, go, is it supposed to snow now? And then, what, maybe an inch, inch and a half the most. But it was good. It was a good Afternoon to stay inside and watch football. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody watched football games. A little bit, not much. I mean, I watched, both games were terrific. I yeah. watched every second were of both absolutely games. terrific. I saw probably a total of four or five plays, but then I saw highlights, so I know what what happened. But I didn't watch any of it live, really. You owe me five bucks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of that Patriots game, I was like, "Up, oh, Moon owes me five bucks." Good night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for a coin toss. I owe money. Yeah, uh, that is BS. That, uh, that really. Every time there is a playoff the, overtime game, this the AFC comes up. championship game is basically decided on a coin toss. Yeah, it's silly. Yeah, it's asinine. Silly, silly. 
Every match of the amount of people that lost a hell of a lot more than five dollars because of and, that. And too, listen, we'll know? get to the the particulars as far as yeah. you know the X's and O's in sports, but I found very interesting the national anthems prior to the game. Mm-hmm. Anybody see any of those? Jimmy Buffett. I was confused. I was I didn't know if this was intentional. Jimmy Buffett was the anthem guy before the Saints-Rams game yeah. in New Orleans. And Jimmy Buffett, he got people talking because he did a mic drop mm-hmm. afterwards. And it wasn't in like a klutzy way. It was hand out to the side, drop the mic. Yeah, and, and by intentional, I'm, I'm talking like, was it like politically motivated? Or, oh, I don't, I don't know. Or was it just like him going, Maybe hey, trying I'm to dropping the mic? That, no, no, that, well, that's, here, here, that's what I'm saying. Here I'm going to be hip with the youth, <laughs> and I'm going to mic drop. Here's uh, Jimmy Buffett from uh, yesterday. And the home of the break. Hand out. Hear the mic drop. Did you hear the thud at the end? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Thud. I didn't think his anthem was actually very good. It was I'm very, uh, it was very vanilla, very it wasn't plain, great. very just like reading the lyrics almost. I'm looking at quotes here from Twitter. Twitter is the best, by the way. Anyone, literally anyone, can sing the Star Spangled Banner as long as you know the words. Jimmy Buffett just proved this. Yeah, I mean, listen, listen Jimmy, to this. Some people liked it. I mean, I, I, listen, Jimmy Buffett, the Parrot Heads, those are the Jimmy yeah. Buffett fans. I mean, they are loyal. And they are enthusiastic about Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, and he can do no wrong. Wherever really. that man goes, he sells out. Yeah. I wish Jimmy Buffett would have dropped the mic before he started singing the national anthem. <laughs> Listen to this. Listen to this. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light He's talking. what so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming. He's kind of vanilla. Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rockets red glare. This is what I expect the if they would ask us to sing an anthem. You know what I was going like, to say? It sounded like somebody lost a bet and had to sing an you know, anthem. You know what? He kind of he got it together at that part. It was almost like he was warming up, and then he got to that part of the song and got it together. My, my thought was the first minute or so, or however long that before that started, was that he was rushing through just so he could do the mic drop. Like, he, oh, I got to do this so I can do the mic drop. But he did gather it a little bit. I, th- I thought he started gathering up if, right here. If you if you look, you saw the video, right? I mean, you saw him yeah. do it. He looks like if James Taylor was somebody's cool uncle. <laughs> look at this. I mean, he really, truly does. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, it's Jim Buffett, man. <laughs> Rockets red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet In the video, that's not even a mic drop. That's a mic toss. Yeah, he, he like tossed it. it down. And you know what? This is like, 
he's got a 30 year old niece named Jamie that's like, uh, Uncle Jimmy, I dare you to yeah. drop the mic. And he did. And he's just like, yeah, what I'll, does Jimmy I'll be Buffett cool care? with my niece. Yeah. What's his net worth? He's got to be worth half a billion dollars. Let's probably. see. What yeah. all his margaritavilles? It'd be funnier if he did it at a hockey game. Drop the Why? mic, on, drop the oh, mic on, on the ice. On the ice. <laughs> This was as of 2016, so we're talking three years ago. He was. You worth, go to any tropical place, and in the airport, there's a Margaritaville. He was worth 563 million dollars. Wow, not bad. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, eh, you know, it was a pretty milk toast anthem. See, now before the other game, before the KC and New England game, Melissa Etheridge did the anthem. I thought she sounded great. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light There's some feeling here. What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the by the way, what was the temperature at game time? Jimmy Buffett was inside, inside the Superdome. Melissa Etheridge is outside, and it was 13 degrees? Something like that, yeah. It was cold. That's got to be tough. Yeah. And I don't think that was recorded. I think she's singing that live. Right oh, the ramparts we watched were so to me streaming and the rockets <laughs> the bombs bursting in air. You're goddamn right this fireworks. <laughs> it's like if you go back, it, it, it's not and the rockets. She goes, and, <laughs> and the rockets. <laughs> Gave through, through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say, does that star-spangled banner yet wait for the land of the free? Never hurts. Never hurts when there's a jet flyby. Were the Jets in section 460? I mean, my God. And she loves H's, by the way. After listening to that land and the land. land. Listen, I think in the battle of anthems, I think Melissa Etheridge wins. Somebody says it sounds like the old lady in the memory remains song by Metallica. Mary Ann Faithful. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You try singing it. It's a tough song. A lot of pressure. But two great games yesterday, I thought. I did, too. I, like I said, I watched every single second of football. And I know we'll get into it more, and apparently people got mad at me. But I I feel like, I, first off, I am now officially a Tom Brady fan. Like, I like Tom Brady. And second, 
He cemented his place as the greatest of all time. Oh, listen, I just wanted to see Mahomes get a get I did, a shot. Yeah. I did. I did too. I did too. Ridiculous. It's not that I didn't want to see him get a shot. I'm just saying, give the man a chance. That Tom Brady has cemented his place as the greatest quarterback of all. Time. Just because of a coin flip. Yeah. A coin flip. The guys on the sideline. And one of the luckiest. I think he's the most talented and one of the luckiest. How can you not? How can you not at least accept some sort of responsibility due to luck mm-hmm. for for that game? Or his career. Luck only gets you so far. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. You know, he's just saying part of it. Yeah, part of it. I'm saying saying he's the most skilled, the most, uh, and luck has played a part in allowing him to do that. A zillion dollars. How many Super Bowls? Four. Four? Probably. probably. Who's the favorite? Uh, The Rams by one point. Wait, wait, wait. No, he's won four, right? Right. Yeah, but yeah. he's been to six. They, he's, they've been to five in the last eight years. Yeah, he's been wow. to eight total. Though. Yeah, eight. Total so the Rams are a one point favorite. One point. As of last night, the Rams were a one point favorite. Wow. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you have to accept that there's 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 luck in this league. And I, in this I'm game not saying that the man's not lucky, but when I say he's the greatest quarterback of all time, and and then yeah. you go, well, a lot to, has to do with luck. You definitely well, can't I mean, say I, th- I think yeah, I think it's all also luck that he's allowed to even remain. The greatest of all time and all that oh, with, won, with any sort of cheating five, scandal. In his forties, he's won five, been to eight, and he's forty. Yeah, I'm just saying with like any any sort of cheating scandal, other sports, you you don't get to just have a three game vacation and come back and be the greatest of all time. Yeah, not have it talked about. Yeah. Lance Armstrong was stripped to seven Tour de France's, and people have been banned from baseball for gambling. And then you know, well, also let's talk about that Saints game and. The Saints were robbed by that no call. There's no doubt no about doubt. it that that is the worst call in NFL. I mean, that's it's almost as bad as the the last play that the uh, replacement refs messed up. Oh yeah, it's 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 that it might even be worse has, because that has this has play pass interference and a helmet to helmet hit. Right? Have the not called? Has the the ref that called that didn't call that made any sort of statement? Oh, the, the, NFL, the, the NFL the league came out and said they blew the call. Yeah. Wow. And Sean, did you hear Sean Payton? The, the the league came out and said, we missed that call. That should have been pass interference. And Sean Payton goes, thank you for admitting that. We will never forgive you. <laughs> and it, it would have been pass interference. It would have been a chip shot field goal. Right. And it oh. would have never have gone to overtime. Right. Or it would have been first down inside the 10-yard line. They probably would have scored. So, I don't know. Feel sorry for uh, Saints fans today. Oh, yeah. Was, is the head-to-head head one today? you were talking about the one where the guy had to go off? Uh, the Rams guy did it to the other guy? The Rams guy... Is that the one you're talking about? This is basically this, this attacked. Is no call. Nobody, nobody attacked, got a penalty. Right that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Attacked the wide receiver before yeah. I got the vote. Oh, okay. And helmet to helmet, too. Okay. Yeah. That was a different one. And it was a no, no pass interference call. So sorry, Casey. Sorry to the uh, to the Saints. Which You'll get you, him next year. Which would you, as a football fan, would you have rather seen the two old guys go at it, the two young guys go at it? I, or I would have liked to have the, seen. Rams, KC. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. As I would have liked, as, as a fan, I would have rather see KC, but it would have been cool to see the two old guys go at it one more time or, yep. or go at it. But you I think the I mean? ratings for KC and LA would be huge. Yeah, I yeah. think it will too. But uh, now with the Boston LA, I think it's going to be a. This flush. would be a great reason to do the third place game because how cool would that have been? You know? What, what sports reporter called for that last night? The third place game. Yeah, I, I can't remember. I remember it was on. It was during the AFC game. It might. It might have been Tony Romo. As, as a as a as a Chiefs fan, and and I would like to hear from other Chiefs fans. Would you be down for a third place game? Because I would think it would be 
really stupid and you wouldn't want it because why would you want to risk yeah. a senseless game with Patrick Mahomes? You don't I, like let's no. not play that guy until next season to try to get back to a Super Bowl. But ads. There would be a hell of a lot of people saying that. Yeah. I, sure. I just wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, why would why you would risk you... hurting your franchise guy for a third place? Yeah. Trophy? Yeah. I this is where that. you have your local celebs come out and play for your team. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Put on yeah, their right. jerseys and do <laughs> your third right. place game. So, uh, so today is Blue Monday. Today is Blue Monday, aka also known as the most depressing day of the year. Really, January twenty first. Uh, it's also you know Martin Luther King Jr. Day, uh, but not just a coincidence. Since Blue Monday was created by British people, but a uh, British psychologist named Dr. Cliff came up with the concept of Blue Monday back in 2005. And he says it's because the third Monday in January is the perfect storm of peak terribleness. Number one, bad weather. Got it here. Yep. Yeah. Check. <laughs> Number two, enough time has passed since Christmas. Enough time has passed, you know, uh, since Christmas that you've lost the good feelings. And now all you have left is the debt. Check. <laughs> yeah, like all the newness of the fun things that you may have gotten or the joy you see. Or just the good cheer of like, hey, it's yeah. the holidays. All right. Over. Now. <laughs> Why else is today Blue Monday? Um... Chances are your New Year's resolutions have failed. Your motivation has hit rock bottom. I don't know if you're there, but some of you are. And you're realizing you're now facing down an entire year of work ahead of you. Without summer or any vacations in sight. Anyway, guys, have a great day. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. So today is Blue Monday. You know, it's... it's good that maybe some seventy percent of us have off today. Yeah. Yeah, as I said, I think that helps that. Just stay in bed. In fact, if you're in your car, turn around, go home. There you go. Reset so, reset so. Ooh. Turn around. Go back to bed. Hey, it'll be all right. Well, I see cars turning around. Yeah. Uh, nobody <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> that one did a U U turn and they just got pulled over. Olive. Yep. Uh, today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct is Adam Prest from O'Fallon, Illinois. Yeah. Adam listens live every day on the on the, uh, on the way to work and the podcast on the drive home. Adam is a tax accountant and listening to the podcast in the evenings is one of the only ways he's able to survive the late nights of January through April. It's go time now. Yeah. Plus... Uh, they have a uh, huge fan contingent at his firm, Anders CPAs and Advisors. And he loves the opening segment when we're kind of unscripted and just organic discussions about our personal lives. And his spirit animal is Patrico. Other than his super strange usage of paper plates, he pretty much agrees with everything he says. You're welcome. Well, I'm impressed from O'Fallon, Illinois. He's a Team Riz member of the day. Get the super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. You go to a gas station. You get some beef jerky. 
It's the same thing over and over and over again. That's not the case with Fire Creek Snack Sticks. These are not your dad's gas station meat sticks. No artificial ingredients. Gluten-free, soy-free, MSG-free, high protein, low sugar, super convenient. My kids who are young are stealing my Fire Creek Snack Sticks. They're both grounded. These right here come in original spicy kicker and teriyaki. You really will find this to be the best snack stick in the entire world. You will agree that they cannot be beat. It's Fire Creek Snack Sticks. Pseudo Show on 105.7 The Point. All right, welcome back. Our phone number 314-692-5537. 314-6Walker. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. We'll get to those a little later on. Sexy time fun facts coming up. Sex toy of the week, which... Initial thoughts there, Tones? Uh, I, when I handed it to you this morning, I said this could p- quite possibly be one of the worst ones that we've uh, uh, done in a really long time. And if you own this thing, I never want to meet you. <laughs> True. If this is something that you went out and purchased and said, I'm going to use this for sexual reasons, we will never be friends. Could we possibly be deleting my contact information out of your phone? Jeff, if, you, if, if I found out that you had this at your house, yeah. I do not know if I could sit next to you anymore. Really? Also, yes. uh, later on, your chance to How win your way it? into the Shinedown Pop Road Show on March 17th over at Chaffetz. Also tickets to go see Candlebox at the pageant on February the 10th. I also want to start discussing... Uh, the new punishment for real or fake. Yeah. Which tomorrow we lock in. We lock in the new punishment for the real or fake competition. Uh, Patrico wound up winning on mm-hmm. Friday. Jeff Burton wound up losing. You got to set up that photo shoot this week, Jeff. Yeah, I, I'm going to take my... I'm not going to take my time. I'm just going to not rush it, and I'm going to make sure I do it right. So Okay. It'll be. It'll get done well. I mean, when you say not rush it, I mean, we only have certain... Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> there's got to be some sort of rush. No, there's going to be no 2020 calendar? Rush. Huh? Are we doing a 2020 calendar? I mean, I would calendar? like the no, calendar it's gonna to be, be whenever this year. year. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about weeks. I'm talking about I'm going to plan it for a few oh, days, okay, right. and then we'll take okay. care of it, yeah. Days, not weeks. Right. Okay. That's right. what I just said, yeah. Days. Thank you, Jeff. You got it, sir. You ready? Here we go. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. Uh, the uh, weekend box office won by a movie called Glass. $40.6 million. Although it uh, came in first, it is tracked to do about $47 million over the four-day holiday weekend, which is good, but they were expecting it to get about $75 million, So I think... Uh, the fact that it scored low, thirty-six for the uh, for the Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, thirty-six percent. Audience score was uh, a little bit more respectable at seventy-nine percent. Yeah. Okay. Didn't you see yeah. it? Yeah. I'm just going to put just... my coffee on the ground. Did, <laughs> Did it spill? No. Yeah. You needed new oh, jeans just, there for a second. It's empty. So. Oh wow. Oh wow. I thought that was a know, disaster. Today. I know the King Scott planned on on seeing it. I think yeah. a couple of Tuesday. Yeah. My wife. No, saw I'll it. see it Tuesday. Tuesday. Is it Tuesday yet? Almost. <laughs> Almost. Tomorrow. My, my I can't wife wait. And my sister-in-law saw it. My wife was like, "Man, that was really good." I didn't like the ending, and my sister-in-law said it was one of the greatest movies she's ever seen. Hmm. Aquaman got Full another review. 10. Okay. Aquaman. I keep yeah, forgetting Aquaman that's out. One. It's up to almost another good five million. I thought Aquaman was really good. Yeah. And by the way, Game of Thrones. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, man. I've watched four episodes. That's great. And with my wife. And we both turned to each other after, I think, the third episode and said, we're in. Wow. She goes, I really like this. It's got everything. It's got romance. It's got drama. A lot of nudity. There you go. A lot of nudity. Yeah, that, wow. that slows down. What, the nudity? Yeah, a little bit. That's too bad. <laughs> well, because I forgot Jason Momoa mm-hmm. is in Game of Thrones. He's uh, And he never wears a shirt. Never wears it. In fact, my wife said that too. She goes, these guys never wear shirts. She was offended, That's their correct? thing. They're making it even, you know? <laughs> yeah, you see a lot of boobs, but not all of them are female. Boy, that so. Amelia Clark is a nice-looking She nice is looking a good woman. actress. You are correct. There's a lot of creepiness in there, too. It only, uh, the, the series only gets better, too. A lot of incest. A lot of weird incestual things. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's you good. Just, you just wait. It's good. It's just a build. It's just building now. We're just setting the cornerstones. And the After foundation. episode four, episode four was the worst one for us. That was, it was slow and was more of a setup episode for something to come down the line. I'm sure. Yeah. But, uh, the first two seasons have a lot of that slow feel that you know is a build, but you're like, ah, I wish it was a little more action packed tonight. Yeah. But uh, it'll it'll get there and it all all connects. It's, it's, it's I watched well it. I watched it. Speaking of that, I watched the Bill Murray thing. Oh yeah, the stories of. Or I didn't get past the part where he's trying to make the or leave the voicemail for Bill Murray and he keeps messing up. Oh, that's the that's like ten minutes in. Yeah, I was I wasn't sober. <laughs> But it was one of those where I woke up like this, and it was still, you know, I woke up and it was yeah, still Yeah, that's a lot of, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll retry that's this not, another that's time. That's not the documentary for that kind of mindset. No, no. Oh, I did I did remember the, to try it, though. I did watch the Firefest documentary yes. on Netflix. Did you see it? I watched both. The Netflix one. Yeah, I saw that one. I didn't see the Hulu oh, one. Yeah. What, which one do you think is better? Without giving a big old review, which one would you start with? One is made well, by the guys that messed the whole thing up. Yeah, but I would watch the Hulu one first. Okay. And then go with Netflix, and the production value of the Netflix is, I mean, smokes the Hulu. Really? One. Yeah. Well, the Hulu one's got a lot of found video, of, you know, from the people who were there. Yeah. From they the use some of the same, same a lot stuff. of the same stuff, and some of the same interviewers. Firefest is that festival that was, what, two years ago? Yes. Yeah. It was supposed right. to be this exclusive thing on an island in the Bahamas. And there's going to be models, and you take a private plane there, and you stay in these luxury tents, and it wound up being a... A ripoff. Yeah. And these documentaries show the story of the workers. The, the Netflix one, from what I hear, is more, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, is more about the periphery characters and a lot of the workers. Yeah. Where the Hulu one is the, the founder. More of that. I kind of feel like the Netflix one is covering everyone's rear end, except for the guy that was the face of everything. Yeah. And the Hulu was more of a... Here's what really happened, and these people are probably guilty too, but they're not getting Well, charged. and the owner you're talking about is Billy McFarland. Yeah. In the Hulu one, they actually have him. They actually yeah. interview it's, it's him face to face. Yeah, the Hulu interviews him. very him. uncomfortable. Ask him very uncomfortable And Netflix questions. never interviews him. Yeah, yeah, That's it's a sa- piece of garbage, this guy. Well, yeah. it sounds like there's a group of, of pieces of garbage, yeah. and this guy's taking the fall for everyone. Mm-hmm. And then the one group this, that's... He, he is well-deserving of taking a fall. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying he's the, not, but it sounds like there was a group, and everybody's just going, oh, yeah, it was all his fault, and backing out of the marketing group that was behind Firefest produced the Netflix one. Oh, that, so that's that, why it's interesting. Yeah, they're, they're, F. they're covering their rear end for yeah. sure. Is it the F. Jerry? Yeah, and they never really Place, mentioned yeah. their name in the nope. Netflix one. That's which wow. is hilarious. Interesting. Yeah. 
Well, the fact that this Billy McFarlane guy ripped all these people off, and then while he was out waiting for trial <laughs> on the fire festing, started another scam. Yeah, the ticket scam. <laughs> yes. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> like, did another ripoff scam with yeah. the mailing list he had from the fire fest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he went you got to gotta watch it. It's good. Yeah, he's it really a mess. Is. Poor guy. Uh, Kevin Hart is has his uh, next uh, project in front of him, and like I said earlier, get the short jokes out because he's going to produce and star in a live action movie based off of. Monopoly, the board game. Is that not rot for short jokes? I mean, talking I mean, about he's going to use the actual board to play. Use his actual shoe. Like that's going to be the set. <laughs> yeah. Is that his actual? Is that actually his shoe? Right. There we go. Yeah, like he's, actually, he's actually getting in the car. <laughs> he can this, actually walk on boardwalk. Terrible movie. Uh, Why do you have to say it's based on the on the game Monopoly? I don't understand. What is everybody get? What is everybody land on Boardwalk and go? Ah, I don't really want this. Eight hundred dollars. It's actually Baltic Avenue is the uh, is the center of it, which I think I just bought. Baltic was one, one of those right? for like two dollars or yeah. something, right? So he is it is sent quote centered on a young man from the game's modest Baltic Avenue on a quest to make a fortune. That's hmm. what we got so far. Uh, Remember when they tried to make Battleship a movie? And that was terrible. See, I liked that movie. That <laughs> I was just going to say, some people like that movie. Did you? No, I never Starring saw Starring Rihanna? I never saw that. I mean, I, listen, I, I, I'm not going to sit there and go, that was one of the greatest movies ever. But I went into, it, went into it going, people have torn this apart. I just want to see a cool action movie. And I was like, all right, cool. It's one of those, though, that I think that even people that saw it, like yourself, and thought that it was okay, like yourself, probably couldn't tell you what actually happened. I can't. I have no idea. I just know Rihanna was in it. That's I don't it, think there's really. a plot. For Do you think the like the captain? It, does the captain say you sunk my battleship in the movie as it's going down? I think it think? is. I think oh, it did make serious? one of those those oh, movie no. uh, th- those uh, highlight reels of cheesy movie lines that reference their title. Was Liam Neeson in it? Gosh. No, that was GI Joe. Uh, that was eighteen. Or was he in it? No, now I gotta look. Cast. Bam. Taylor. Yep, as Admiral Terrence Shane. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of appearances in movies, guess who's getting a cameo in uh, the Lego Movie Two? Well, I saw this in the commercial. Comes up February the eighth during one of the games yesterday. Her first name is Ruth. Doctor. Her second name is Bader, and her third name is Ginsburg. She's going to be in it. Her likeness is going to be in it. She's not even doing any sort of voiceover or anything, but it is being called a cameo because she had to okay it. And her response when asked was, of course, I'd love to be a Lego figure. That would be cool. So she's going to be in that. I don't think it's a nude scene, though. No. I'd imagine. Uh, Last week we heard about, remember I talked about how uh, Reitman's kid is going to do another Ghostbusters? Yes. Uh, and he also said that he was going to leave the female version alone. It was kind of going to be a, a continuation of the first two stories, hop over the female version, and then go back to that. Did you see the teaser for it? Yeah. There's a teaser yeah. trailer yes. for it yeah. Oh, yeah. already. Yeah. It's like a, a minute long. It doesn't show really anything. Yeah. It shows the Ecto-1. Oh, right. yeah. Is that what we watched in the office? Yeah. It's like 15 it's seconds the Ecto-1's long Ecto-1's in a shed. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, yeah. I thought there was something different than that. Uh, but you kind of get the you kind of get the the chills. You go, ooh. My buddy who is a Ghostbusters fan had said to me, he was like, "Hey, uh, did you see that thing that dropped about the new Ghostbusters?" I go, "Yeah." He goes, "It scared the crap out of me." I go, "Why?" He goes, "I don't know." I go, "Really?" He goes, "Yeah, it terrified me. Like really terrified." Me. Wow. I'm like, "All right, cool." But it's supposed it's supposed to be their kids. Is there anyone that oh, isn't? is it? I believe that's a or something with that kind of affiliation. Everybody's well, talking about how. Like this could be the, the the finally we get to see Rick Moranis again. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And like you were saying, if anybody could get him to come out, or one of you guys were, it'd be Reitman's kid who's going to be producing it right. or whatever. But guess who is not 
a fan and is not cool with the fact that he's hopping over the all-female version. Probably some of the all-female cast. Leslie Jones, you are correct. And it's Leslie. one of the reasons why I bring this up is when you read a tweet or whatever from Leslie Jones, is she not one of those people that you read it in your head in her voice? Yes. Yes. There's few people like that, and she definitely is one. So whoever can do a Leslie Jones, uh, she says, quote, on Twitter, so insulting, like F us, we didn't count. It's like something Trump would do. Ugh, so annoying. Such a D-word move. Why? I don't know. So could you say about that, them skipping the follow-up to the Ghostbusters 3 then? And, maybe, and then she says, maybe I could have used different words, but I'm allowed to have my What if the original so. cast was like, well, you're just going to do something new? Yeah. Right. What if they were upset about the female cast? Yeah. I can't take anything she says serious at all ever again, ever, ever since I've seen those nudes that came out of her. Remember? Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Every time, every time I hear Leslie Jones, that's the first thing that pops in my head. I go, bep, up, over. Well, it, it, in all honesty, though, is anyone you know not a Ghostbusters fan? I'm not a huge Ghostbusters fan. I don't mind is it. Is anybody you know who's a Ghostbuster fan going, man, I really wish I, there was another uh, female yeah. movie? Uh, I know they're not, doing another I one. It. I hope they mentioned the female it. movie. It was, I liked it. it. It was, okay. Hated it. Yeah, I liked it. Did it we was, see it together? I think we did, yeah. It was better than I No, than I, I gave expected. it a B. Yeah. No, you saw it a few days before. I, I was going to say, yeah, but you guys but, saw it around the same time. But we time. both didn't mind it. We were like, that was way better I think it was than, terrible. than expected. But I'm saying the originals. If you rewatch the originals, they, even with all the dated stuff, they totally, totally live up. Oh, yeah. But I don't need another female version. We already I did didn't it. Think that okay, we great. don't need another female version, but should they be recognized in this one? Yes or no? No. Cares. I don't, I don't think it has anything to do with this one. I think there t- it's a great, it was such a good idea that it was a big enough idea to do two versions or two, yeah, two universes. lines. Yeah. And that's fine. Just let it go. Uh, this is a crazy lawsuit, and this is from the former personal assistant of Mariah Carey. I'm just going to use her first name, which is Leanna. Uh, she says that she was held down and urinated on while at work uh, by her then-manager, Stella. So everybody get that? What? Okay, so the former personal assistant of Mariah Carey is now claiming in a lawsuit that at work she was held down and urinated on by Mariah Carey's then-manager. Okay. Is that like an initiation thing? I don't know, but she says she was called a, quote, Armenian bitch. And she would, uh, they told her to que- uh, frequently to, quote, move your fat Armenian ass. Uh, she is uh, looking for lost wages and damages. And Mariah well, Carey has now filed her own lawsuit, <laughs> accusing her of trying to blackmail her. And listen to this. Mariah Carey has filed a lawsuit accusing this lady of blackmailing her, saying she got a hold of her and said, you give me $8 million or else I will publicize uh, some uh, videos and pictures that would be very damaging to your career. Oh, yeah, so right away everybody goes, I don't know what those are. Well, good luck to all those Probably involved. A video of Mariah Carey, you know, like shoplifting or uh-huh. like Mur- murdering homeless people. Driving without a... Wow. Didn't think that's what it was, but all right. Uh, you guys remember back in 2015, Morgan Freeman's granddaughter was stabbed to death. Do you guys remember yeah. that? Uh, she was killed by a stabbing in front of a bunch of people. Lamar Davenport was in a PCP rage at the time. That's not being disputed. Uh, he's already been found guilty at his sentencing. The killer's mom said that it was all Morgan Freeman's fault that he did this because Morgan Freeman sexually abused his grandchild as a kid. 
So what does it have to do with being on PCP and stabbing somebody? I'm not really sure. She <laughs> says, quote, Morgan, dots. Morgan molested her and he caused this. He did this. So obviously. He she- caused your son to take PCP and then stab his girlfriend. Right. She okay. was removed from the court as uh, Davenport was sentenced to 20 years behind bars. And uh, he was convicted of manslaughter after waiving the jury trial. And apparently this came up actually during the trial. And he's obviously a million times said it's absolutely not true. Anybody see Saturday Night Live this weekend? Uh, the news uh, update? No, I did not. Uh, Pete Davidson was on. <clears throat> and they uh, Colin Jost brought him in. And uh, he said he was wanted to address, uh, well, the suicide scare from, uh, from recent. And Colin said, hey, you want to come in? You want to talk about uh, something very important that you experienced over the weekend? And it wasn't suicide. He wanted to talk about the new Clint Woody. East, uh, Clint Eastwood movie, The Mule. Mm-hmm. So then he brings out John Mulaney, and the two of them review the movie, and everybody just wants them to do movie reviews every Saturday now. Because hmm. it was very entertaining. The whole thing's up on the blog to check out. Here's just a little piece of it. Twin stars as Earl, a wildly popular botanist. Flower man. Yeah. <laughs> Who, after falling on hard times, is hired as a drug mule. At age 90. 90. <laughs> by a Mexican drug cartel. Run by Andy Garcia. Who was rude to me at a Laker game once. I remember that. <laughs> this is true. Uh, yeah, and when we say he's a mule, uh, he drives drugs across state lines. You know, I was hoping I would get to see Clint Eastwood, like, you know, shove a kind of a drugs up his ass, you know, which is like what real drug mules do. And what Pete did on our way to Denver. Yes. <laughs> Because I forgot it was legal. I was just proud of you for using a condom for once. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing, it's about five minutes long. It's hilarious. They talk, there's some spoilers in it, just in case. But apparently, 91-year-old Clint Eastwood in the movie has two threesomes. And he directed the movie. So that's the kind of thing. It is hilarious. It's worth your five minutes if you want to check it out. But like I said, Twitter ate it up, and everybody wants them to do movie reviews all the time. So... Uh, so he is divorced and settling the money and the kids split thing and everything. So who is Brad Pitt getting after nowadays? Anybody hear about this over the weekend? Brad Pitt. Bradley Pitt. They met through her ex, who's also an actor. Demi Moore. They've been casually seeing each other since Christmas. Anna Ferris. Nope. Ooh. They were spotted last weekend at the Chateau Marmont bar. Is this a very famous person? Yes, he is 55. We all already know. Ariana. <laughs> The female actress is 43. 43. And there are movies where she is hot as can be, and there are movies where she ain't her and she is nasty. Rachel Charlie's Theron. Nope, Charlie's Theron. You are correct. Dang. <laughs> Supposedly. They were having drinks, so obviously they're well, riding obviously a hobby horse sense. now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Reddit user over the weekend posted this question, and I'll pose it to you guys. What effed up movie everybody should watch at least once? So you know it's a screwed up, crazy movie for whatever reasons. I got a handful of the responses here, but what do you guys think? Uh, Blair Witch Project. This goes a lot darker than that. Like Requiem for a Dream is on here. Oh, yeah, okay, that oh, wow. one's that that pretty dark. Silence the of the Lambs. Sh- Silence of the Lambs would be a good one, yeah. The Machinist? Not, I, I just have the top ten here, but it doesn't really matter. But. Yeah. I never saw The Machinist. There's actually Guy Pierce. No, it's oh, uh, that's, uh, Christian Bale. Yeah. Oh, is that the one he gets super thin for? Yeah, yeah, I guess you could say that in just about any movie yeah. that he changed his body. But I remember he got super thin, super thin on that one. All right, so from the list, Clockwork Orange. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what? I, I, I think I saw that. Uh, I, I remember I remember seeing it as like a teenager. I was too young when I saw it the first time. And I didn't understand yeah. it. You gotta watch it I again. I watched it again as an adult, and it, it's a totally new movie. 
Yeah, completely different. Train spotting is that on there? Train, Train oh. spotting is on here. Yeah, oh, that's another that's, movie. Yeah, probably not one. As an adult, this person is saying that they went in thinking it was like Clerks or Mallrats, and that certainly nope. is, certainly oh, is not. Kids, yeah, another kids. good movie. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen any of these. Grave of the, I have two, I've seen I think two or three. Grave of the Fireflies. No, no, that one I didn't know. Uh, Come and see. Never heard of that. Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, Pan's Labyrinth is great. great, and people hated that. Is that uh, it's Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro? Del- yes. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, nailed that one. We need to talk about Kevin. Don't know that one. Oh. Uh, that's recent, right? Yeah, that's a recent one. That's supposed to be pretty dark. It's about Kevin James? <laughs> no, it, star- it stars it's a, somebody that... It's um, new TV show on CBS. <laughs> John C. Riley. Is it? Yeah. His new one's called Another Show About a Guy Named Kevin. <laughs> yes. We need to talk about Kevin. Is a 2011 Kevin. Psycho- psychological we thriller. We need to talk. Uh... <laughs> What's going on with Kevin? Uh, we need to talk. Yeah, it sounds good. I like it. About what? About Kevin. Tilda Swinton stars as the mother of Kevin, struggling to come to terms with her son and the horrors that he has committed. The the description on here just oh uh, not not description but uh, the reason why it's on somebody's list it says I have not stopped thinking about this movie since I've seen it so teenager Kevin is in prison after committing a massacre at his high school oh his mother lives alone in a rundown house and works for a travel agency Kevin is detached and difficult from childhood I mean it just it's it's, it's a really messed up movie I saw uh, it's called the Dad of the Year yes with uh, Robin Williams yeah. That was his last film, right? One of them. Look up the synopsis of Dad of the Year. Uh, Dad of the Year. Okay, here we go. Is it pretty dark? Yeah. Yeah, he's got a, he had a couple of dark movies. What was the Is that movie? Not what it was called? What was the movie where he worked at the photo place? One hour oh, photo. Oh, golly. that's that's dark. There's a real bad one called uh, Bad Boy Bubby from 1993 that is gnarly. But do your research before you watch it, and you'll find out. Is that on the list? That was on the the bigger list. Yeah. That one is yeah. so. Which you can see on the blog. World's so greatest different. dad. World's greatest. That dad. was 2009. That was not his last film. Okay. Uh... Listen to this. Bad Boy Bubby is pretty pretty gnarly. Lance Clayton is a single father and high school English teacher whose biggest fear is that one day he'll end up all alone. He dreams of being a famous writer. Uh, one night after... Oh, boy. He catches his son, who died in an autoerotic asphyxiation accident in his, be- in his bedroom. To avoid embarrassing his son, he stages Kyle's death as a suicide. Yeah. Writes the suicide wow. note... Hangs his son's body in the closet. You Crazy. gotta be kidding me with this. Man. Crazy dark movie. Hey, what what person in 2009 goes, hey Robin, this looks like something good for you? Read and, this I, script. and I watched it, I'm like, why? Like I was riveted. Was yeah. like, why am I watching this? Uh, Here, here's a movie that's not it's not really dark, but it's it's got very Days of thunder. I knew it. Very dark <laughs> undertone. This is it used to be my favorite movie of all time, Life of David Gale. That's dark. If you haven't seen that, you got to see it. Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Three other ones on this list. Two of them that I've actually seen. Schindler's List yes. is on this list. Seven. These are the two that I've seen. Seven and uh, Hard Candy with Ellen Page. Oh, that one. Oh, dude. That one. She, she plays an underage, well, yeah, teenager, <laughs> underage. And uh, it's a, it's based on a true story that happened in, like, Japan or something where this guy poses as a photographer to try to get underage girls to take oh. photos with him. And then he eventually tries to talk them into taking their clothes off. And she knows this and brings him into her home or vice versa and saying, yeah, let me take photos for you. And then messes with him the rest of the movie. I won't tell you how, but it's it's Boy, really Seven is a good movie. Yeah, yeah. Seven's, yeah, seven's great. Riz, did you say that you liked World's Greatest Dad? Uh, I didn't say I liked it. It was 
something that kind of kept me two, riveted. Two, thi- two things. One, first off, somebody in the chat room said that's a horrible movie. <laughs> and second, written and directed by... Oh. Bobcat Goldthwait. Huh. Oh, yeah, he you makes some dark I films. I knew that. Damn it. I was going to guess Clownvis. You know, another one that's, that's great is uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I didn't there, see that. There's some I, dark, dark stuff in that I've one. I've seen seven. Nest. On that whole list and everything that has been said, I've seen seven. That's it. Girl you like the, seven? I loved it. That's one of my favorite movies. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo with uh, uh, Numi Rapace, the, the, the Swedish one, is so good. So it's different, so it's not as exciting. You know, it's funny. David Since Finch. that movie, she went to your tattoo removal place and got the oh, crazy, dragon tattoo yeah. removal. Now she's the girl that used to have the dragon tattoo. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> she just did it for the movie. That's all. And also, uh, finally, one more uh, one more '80s television show is coming. See if you can guess the theme music on this one. Okay. Here we go. I don't think anybody's gonna get it, but original theme here. Around. Original theme. Here yes. we go. Unsolved mysteries. Nope. Sure Anybody is. else? It's iconic. Get out of here with you. Uh, Unsolved Mysteries. You got it. Unsolved Mysteries is coming back. Good everybody. job, Scott. You're going to have everybody. a stupid story. Netflix is bringing it back. Is uh, Robert Stack going to be in it? Uh, he is still suffering from death. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't have the clearance from the doctors or the insurance. He's had this ailment since 03. <laughs> So it's coming back on the Netflix. It's going to have 12 episodes. Each one will focus on a single case. It's been done by the same people, and they promise to, quote, maintain the chilling feeling that they had. Crabby Birthdays, Baby Spice is 43. Hakeem Olajuwon is 56. Gina Davis is 63. Billy Ocean, 69. And today's Burton birthday of the day, uh, possibly the best golfer who is a white dude of all time. He won 18 majors, which is still four more than Tiger Woods. He's a treasure. Jack Nicholas, 79 years young. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's with Fun and Fantasy Meet is Sativa Rose. Today's birthday girl served up tacos more times than a construction site food truck. In 507 fine films, including Ass Bandits, Volume 2, Cinco de Mayo, Run for the Border, Volume 2, Blazed and Confused, Whores Don't Wear Panties, and who can forget her unforgettable role in Wet Food. Oh, God, that's one of my least favorites, honestly. Sativa Rose is 35 years old. Who doesn't love college basketball? And the Arch Madness 2019 tourney is in St. Louis. The 2019 Missouri Valley Conference Men's Basketball Tournament coming up at the Enterprise Center, all brought to you by State Farm, March 7th through the 10th. If you want tickets or information, just give them a call, 1-800-745-3000. Get access to the entire four-day tournament with great discounts available. You can also just stop by and get tickets at the Enterprise Center box office. But again, the State Farm 2019 Missouri Valley Conference Men's Basketball Tournament coming up at the Enterprise Center, March 7th, through the tent. We'll see you then. Hey, it's Jeremy Piven here. Happy birthday, Riz. I'm really, really glad that you were born. All right, welcome back. So uh, tomorrow, Tony Patrico will officially announce the new punishment for Real or Fake, since he is now the official king of cans. We were just batting around some ideas. And, and by the way, we all have to agree to the punishment. That's, you know, Patrico comes up with the punishment. We all have to agree to it. It's getting tough, man. We've, we've done a lot of stuff. Yeah. I almost don't want to win. <laughs> to be honest with you, Tony and I were tied uh, going into Friday's reveal, and I'm kind of glad I didn't win. I don't, I don't need that pressure. 
It, we- it weighs on you that much, huh? I don't need the pressure to come up with another mm. with another punishment. Well, I always, I you know what? I also feel it's sometimes bad luck to come up with a punishment because mm-hmm. there have been multiple times where we've had to serve out our own punishment. Oh, how many times have I won and had to serve out my own punishment? Holy. <laughs> You won once. Uh, you won once. Uh, yep. And what was the Which what one was did your you punishment? I think I did my own punishment too. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. You'd think I'd remember. <laughs> I know you won once. Yeah. Was I've had to serve out my own punishment. Was I it the tattoo? It might have been. I don't know. I have no idea. I remember walking around the office with the with the belt with the belt over my head, running around. Yeah. Was it the full slim shady? No. I think that might have been it. Oh yeah, full. I think full he, shady. I think his pick was Slim Shady. Hmm. Maybe I don't know. And then you did serve that one out. I know mine was <laughs> I had to do uh, the the tight five stand up. That you, was my punishment. You did yeah. you did a tight five? You didn't hear? Yeah, hmm. but it was empty, right? Sold out helium. Oh, helium Whoa. comedy club sold out. Wow. Open up for you know, like, Congratulations. His wow. may have been Crushed the t-shirts. It. Oh yeah, that was mine it. Was I think it was the t-shirts. Hmm. Oh yeah, to have the winner's, winner's face, face on a t-shirt, which you then for thirty days, and I did serve that. I saw those shirts the other day. I so walked. we were we were kind of discussing an idea, and I, I I wrote down a solid three, I think. Well, do the tell us the one, the hair one. Oh, okay. Where I, I and, and we'll say it now because I don't know if anybody's going to agree with it, anybody. Oh, I guarantee you, I guarantee at least one person is going to not agree. It's always the hair. It's got to be. Too. Well, it's mm-hmm. got. And again, be totally honest. If you don't like it, we're not going to do it. He's already shaking his head. The winner picks the loser's haircut. No. <laughs> Instant no fun over here. Kill. Yeah, right. <laughs> so four, f- f- there would be four yeses, one no. Like for me, if I if I won, whoever the loser is would have to do the fryer tuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to me, they would have a, they would have a bitchin' design in their hair. I mean, I'm talking full. I know. Design. I, I would go full fryer tuck. You you would go you would go to my barber and he would put a novel in the back of your head. <laughs> Yeah. That's a no. That's a no yeah, for you. That's a no, that's for, a no for you. You say yes though. I mean, I would think about it. Yeah. I was gonna say I got a feeling if yeah. he wasn't saying no, you'd be saying. Uh, no. I would think about it. I, I would certainly wouldn't be super cool about it. I wouldn't be my. Well, I mean, that's the favorite idea, thing. right? Agreed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the agreed. Look, I'm just though. answering your question. That's all. Yeah. You do like the fryer tuck look? Yeah, it's pretty nice. <laughs> what if you agreed to just to, like if you did lose, it'd have to be the fryer tuck. Could it be a very long fryer tuck? Oh, you mean like you just shave the top of your head and leave the long? That'd be Hogan. That'd be Hulk Hogan. <laughs> that would be, yeah. That'd be, that would be wear, Hogan. You could wear a do-rag. Yeah, there oh you go. Oh, my God. Or just wear wigs. <laughs> Dude, remember, no. remember that according to that website, you are walking around about $5,800 worth of red hair Yeah, And you are head. buying a house. Yeah. But I need things that still give me a gimmick, so I'm going to keep it. I was going to say, <laughs> that is kind of yeah. your thing, too. Yep. Oh, you got nothing else to offer? I got plenty to offer, but this allows me to get indoors, so let's do it. Let's keep it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, right, what else you got? The tattoo idea went to no for Scott, too. Well, what's the tattoo idea? The the winner picks the loser's tattoo. You pick where it goes. You just, the only thing that you, if you lose, the only thing that you have for control is you pick where it is. The winner then gets to design, create, and have somebody. Oh, and size, too. Oh, but I mean, we'll come up with a size like. In general, it'll be this big. Well, what's a reasonable size? His yeah, tattoo like, was one was one by one or two by two? I think it was two by two. I don't know if we can look, but yeah. Yeah, like each that. letter was one by one. Oh. Yeah. So you had four by four. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, okay, what happens 
in his case, when he lost the tattoo one, he had two people's initials put on him. What if there are two winners? They have to creatively agree on a design. So one tattoo. One no tattoo. Either way, one tattoo. One tattoo. So there's that. Uh, there's also a, another one that I literally just thought about this one, and I didn't even run this by you. It's a week of giant baby. When you get into this studio, you have to disrobe and be wearing just a diaper. That's it. And the bonnet. The diaper and the bonnet. <laughs> I like for that a one. week straight. That one's That's great. funny. That's are you awful. are you and, anti and, on the tattoo one, obviously? Uh, I mean, if that one sound that was way funnier to me. The tattoo? No, the no, uh, baby. This, this is funnier because you get We're not more talking about that. Are you okay? With and, the and by the way, it is full baby as far as nobody will be changing you, but it is full baby. Full baby. What do you mean full baby? Yeah, where are you going with this? So you have a diaper on. Oh, oh no. Get out of here. Oh, you crazy. Jesus. What do you mean you're not soiling yourself? One of your punishment ideas was to pee your pants. Yeah. Remember that? Thank that you. That was old me. That was old <laughs> me. That was pre forty you. You're so much more mature now. I had an idea, and this was two, like two years ago, where when you when you lose, you just have to immediately go to the bathroom. And your pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. As low hanging as that is, that would be funny, because <laughs> first of all, it'd just be a one time thing, and you're oh, done with it, man. right? But my gosh, it was a thought. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, you came up with something a little. Like better. when you lose, you just all right. right. Uh, sorry, Moon, and then you just have to go to the bathroom in your pants. <laughs> Well, I'm not losing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not all... soiling myself. I'm 40 years old. <laughs> yeah, wait till you're 70 30, for that. At 38, I was cool with it. I was all right 40, with it back then. Right. Positive changes in your life. Good job. So you know on the tattoo thing, right? Um, I don't know. I think the baby one's way funnier. I, so I'm going to say yes agree. on the baby. But what about the tattoo? What if I'm going to say no to the baby then? Then I'll say no to the tattoo. I like the other <laughs> idea. It's a the, no, uh, I like the other idea that we're talking about. Yeah. Do you do you want me to no tease? No, because okay. I think that's probably the one that's going to right. Okay. I mean, uh, that's that that's it. This is that is my. I like choice. the punishments where everybody could be involved. Yes, I'm talking not just us here in the studio. I'm talking about the ratio weirdos out there. Yeah. And this, what we're we're talking about is. Can a, I just say the band? And leave it at that? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I won't say anything. <laughs> Look at this. See you tomorrow, Scott. <laughs> All right. Is Metallica right. in town that day? Uh, maybe. I hope so. It's an amateur colonoscopy. It's no big deal. Oh, okay. Good. Oh, man. <laughs> On the trolley. Yeah. On the loop trolley. Yeah, done, done by the winner. <laughs> no gloves. <laughs> Yeah, we get a hold of that equipment. Yeah. <laughs> we got know somebody. Permits, though. That's uh, that's the only thing we're waiting for. I permits. saw one on pins. pins permits and a liquor license. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, tomorrow we'll do the big reveal. Uh, all right, uh, let me see. Oh, let's, Jeff. Just, let's do some emails. Okay. Jeff, if that is your name. It is. You ready? Uh, yes, Rich at 1057thepoint.com. Okay, this is from Brianna. She says, hey, guys, I am extremely upset. I'm listening to the podcast right now uh, from uh, Thursday of last week. I usually am uh, only about a day behind or so, but this week, weird week, just now getting caught up. You guys are talking about the super blood moon, and I knew it was happening tonight, but got caught up doing some woodworking for my small business, trying to fill orders for clients, and then I hear Riz say it's supposed to end at 12.50 a.m. As you said that, I look up in a panic. It's 12.50 on the dot. I jumped up to try to see if I could see anything, and there was nothing there. Just a super bright moon. Uh, man, I did. I, did oh, anybody I, actually see it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we said it. do it. Did you, did you saw it, Scott? Yep, I got to see it. Was it red? It was red. Huge? It was 
it was pretty awesome. It was pretty big, but yeah. It was like basically the bottom or majority of the moon was red. There's some that wasn't. Was it huge? It was, I mean, it was yeah. It was it was noticeably bigger bigger than normal. Yeah. Just just with the naked eye. But if, I mean, if you have even just like a slightly decent camera, you could get incredible yeah. shots. Last Did you get some shots? I don't have a great camera. You have a phone. Well, yeah, but that's not a great camera. We're talking about something with. We got an iPhone lens. three. <laughs> no, man. I mean, listen. Everybody's taking pictures with their iPhones. I don't need my own. I can get one off Instagram. That's better than mine. That's stealing. <sighs> Stop it. Yeah. I email about that. I you, fell asleep. Did, you didn't see it at all? No. Oh, we definitely went out there a couple times to, to see it. Stayed yeah. up late. That's why you're dragging ass today, both of you. Get out of here. <laughs> Not even your ass, you're dragging. Next. So what's your excuse? I fell asleep. Oh. <laughs> uh, That's future, my excuse. Future Team Riz member here. friend of mine is getting married soon and asked me to dip wedding so uh, they can have a little bit of money, uh, save a little bit of money. I have experience in DJing, but mainly EDM music. Basically, I was wondering if Tony or King Scott could send me a list of music, wedding music that they frequently play, or maybe just some songs in general that they Just think play all EDM. Yeah. They're going to love it. Absolutely. Bride and groom will love that. Uh, they listen to a lot of pop music, if that'll help. So if some songs that you guys use on a regular you basis. You going to give your playlist over? No. That's like I'll asking it, a chef for all his recipes. I'll give you a couple song suggestions of like your go-tos, but other than no, no, give no. them the whole playlist. N- no, <laughs> I mean no. So what are a handful of things that you like? You know, is that is that like, like standard uh, stuff? Electric slide, Cupid shuffle, cha cha slide, the wobble. Just you're good. Thanks. Yeah. Over and over. Is and that over. like a faux pas to ask a DJ for his playlist? No, because I mean it's not a faux I pas to do worked, that. But you've worked very hard to cultivate. Your list of songs and the order in which they play at a wedding. I mean, it's, I think, and 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 again, now that King Scott works for me, like there's a, you can kind of see there's there's a method to my madness yes. on why I play what songs and and he has a non-disclosure. <laughs> and, oh. and I can and 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 Scott can don't do it can testify for this as well. I will tinker with that playlist the entire night. From start to finish, I'll build it. From I'll build the whole thing. So in case like, oh my God, family emergency, I gotta roll. Scott, take over. It's built, so it's there. But I delete songs and add songs based on the crowd every single wedding or event that I do. So really, the best advice is those four songs you mentioned and feel the, the crowd out. Those four songs yeah. are your staples. Like Electric Slide is gonna get your mom, her coworkers, your aunts, your grandmas out on the dance floor. Cuba Shuffle do the same thing to the younger crowd. Cha Cha Slide gets everybody. The Wobble gets the 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 younger females out there. Those are your four staples. Other than that, you're gonna have to mess around and try to find some songs. not to play. It, it all depends on the crowd. Again, like chicken dance, I hate playing the chicken dance, but some crowds love it and it kills. I hate playing polkas. Sometimes polkas really work, depending on if it's if it's a, a wedding with a German heritage and they really love polkas. You play that and the dance floor is packed. If the bride is Metal. pregnant, you do white white wedding, right? Me- no, metal. <laughs> I, I cannot. I cannot. Think of a wedding where I've played any metal where it has worked. I DJed one wedding. This was years ago where I met with the couple and they were set on. We want you to play point music. You're from the point. You will play point music. And I said to them, "I this is your wedding. I will play whatever you want me to. I am going to warn you, though. No one will dance and people will not have fun at your re- or will not have a ton of fun at your reception if we solely play. And the list they gave me was like Shine Down, Papa Roach, Seether, Disturbed. Like I just told him, I go, well, I can great lyrics. Though. I can find. Po- I can find great music, right? But- 
I can find I point music. I don't want to hear that stuff. I can I find mean, I music that in my car. Right, right, you know, right. I listen to Nirvana, I listen to Pearl Jam, and I listen to all the grunge stuff still. I don't want to hear that at a wedding. Yeah, yeah. because you're not yeah, you're not standing Oh, it smells like teen spirit. You guys want to dance? I'm dancing. I want to dance, man. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 I here's, want to dance with somebody. Yeah, and here's a here's another thing is is the fact that I could find songs that we play on this radio station that would work, but the songs they requested just didn't work. And I said, I'll play whatever you want. Wedding started. I played three songs that they had on their list, and she came up to me and she goes, "Please do whatever you want and save this," and oh, I did, and the dance wow. floor worked. You are a freaking wow. hero. Yeah, hey. amazing. They would probably be divorced right now if you didn't save Thank the you. reception. Thank you. You're right. And then Tom in the chat room here says, "There's nothing more. Uh, there's nothing I hate more than line dancing songs at weddings. I realize it's not my day, but it's just terrible music." Okay, then you're the guy that probably sits at the wedding with his legs crossed at the table, and when your wife goes, oh, it's a slow song, let's dance, you go, nah. Not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> <laughs> some, some wear tennis shoes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some, <laughs> tennis shoes, shoes, which, by the way, tickets bought. Tickets bought for the big for the big gala. Oh, oh the they got your money. Post-dispatch, yeah. yep. best wedding DJ, Best Ever. wedding stuff, things. It's best of the best best for best, best bridal. Don't yeah. fold. You better wear your chucks. Wait, what did that guy in the chat room say? That he, he, he hates said, those There's songs? nothing I hate more than line dancing songs at a wedding. Nothing. Nothing at all. I realize it's not my day, but it's more. just terrible yeah. music. World hunger. Yeah, world Bob's hunger, disease. Poverty. Yeah. Poverty, all worse than AIDS. line dancing. No, no, line dancing is worse than Oh, that's that. what I mean. Yeah, there are none of them are. Yeah. Herpes. It's line dancing, herpes, than cancer, I think, for him. Next. How about that snow and all that ice? Yeah, ain't worse than line dancing, though. <laughs> Next. Uh, Riz and Tony, it's okay not to jump on the Game of Thrones bandwagon. So many bandwagoners are out there. My bro and I tried uh, hard to get into it, and it just wasn't for either one Last of us. On. Be yourself. Hashtag it's overrated. Be yourself? What's that have to do with him trying something? Who cares? Nobody's talking about bandwagons. He's not jumping on anything. He's trying something. If he likes it, he likes it. If he doesn't, he doesn't. I like Game of Thrones and the New England Patriots now. <laughs> yeah. And line dancing. Yeah. You freak. <laughs> Go Tom Brady. I, I'm not I'm not in yet. So and that's have fine. you watched any yet? No. I, I got into an exchange with somebody on Twitter that completely steered me off of it this weekend. So. Uh, Why would you somebody, let that... Uh, somebody told me I don't deserve to watch it. So, okay, then I won't. I'm going to have to agree with that. Then I won't. <laughs> Is that from your dummy account? <laughs> I'm glad. I, I mean, you're right. I don't deserve it. So I'm not going to. You, you deserve, you deserve the foreign films in, on Netflix. I like it. What? The foreign fl films on Netflix. Yeah. That's what you deserve, that bro. That show sucks. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Uh, hey guys, fellow weirdo here. I'm listening to Friday's podcast from the 18th and heard Jeff mention something about heated roadways to prevent uh, the need to plow and the whatnot. And he sent over a, a YouTube link to there is that very thing out there. It's a uh, solar uh, solar uh, ra roadways is what it's called. And they're just looking for financing. There's a couple of people emailed and there were some people on Twitter that had had my back on that. Hey, didn't somebody send us a link saying they already did this in Norway? Oh, that, yeah, some, I think some it's, it's somewhere. Is, I, I, don't I, don't, know. I don't think anybody is against it. The only thing is is that it would be so much construction and cost so much money to do it. And so did roads at, in, in the very beginning, too. So why I'm just saying. Redo that? Jeff was there for this reason. was cobblestone. Yeah. Yep. Remember that? <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> Tough times. They were like pavements. Tough times. And, and, I, and back like, then, I just said, wait. you just wait. 
That's why they had to Just go on wait. horseback. They couldn't take their cars anywhere. That's right. Just wait. And look at us now, Pavement's driving on, thing, your, guys. on your paved roads. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, when you're tearing up the road. Yeah. Just put it in. Put it in. Put it in. Fund it somehow. Put it in. I'm not saying replace stuff. I'm saying when you're redoing While stuff. While you're there. I mean, you're there. You're there. Right. Put it in. Start with your driveways. <laughs> Next. Uh, Sup, Riz Show. Wanted to point out something about real or fake. This whole competition this round was a sham. Everyone I work with and most of the chat room believes that Burton lost on purpose. It's no secret that... <laughs> This is my favorite line. It's no secret that he likes to portray someone who is so, quote, wild and crazy sexually and gets off on the over 40 crowd of women who think he's good looking. So, of course, he wants to make a calendar for them. He wasn't even upset. You're better than this, Riz. We saw it coming from a mile away. Well, this is somebody very angry. Very angry. Huh. He's angry because of the result of real or fake. Well, I don't, I don't know what he's so upset about. Mm, I don't know. I don't think you threw it. No, but God, no. I don't think I need to throw the competition. I don't, think you, I don't think you threw it, but I don't think you were mad about losing. Mm-hmm. I was upset about losing. Of course, nobody but, wants to lose a competition. But as far as real or fake punishments go, that was not one that hurts as much as right. some, some other one. Absolutely. Though. And which is what I said on Friday, I think. It's, it's going to suck to do. honest answer. Yeah, it's going to yeah. suck to do, but it's much less than eating a cockroach or getting my nipple pierced or getting somebody tattooed Anything on. else you want to mention that I did, <laughs> you know? But uh, just to say that I, I'm okay with it, no. And I'm not Absolutely. better than this, by the way. So. No, that's true. <laughs> I've already established that. Yeah. <laughs> Two years ago, he wanted us to, to soil ourselves for, for punishment. <laughs> somebody says, but now he's better than that. <laughs> when somebody says you're better than that, I'm not. <laughs> when somebody says you're, be you're better than that to you, you will instantly posture against it. Oh yeah, that's, I am that, better than that. When he read that, when he read that's that, the he, magic went, he went, bullet. he went, he went. Yeah, that's the magic <laughs> there was bullet. A, there was a little. He he ate the mushroom in Mario Brothers when that happened. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that's the that's the big mushroom for Did you. you. Just call me chicken. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the Marty McFly chicken. And the way to instantly make you an enemy is to call you stupid. Oh, yeah. That's the stake in the heart. Oh, yeah. Or mock his voice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah, want to yeah. do that. You don't want to do that. Do, if you do the, uh, both at the same time, you just spontaneously. Oh, yeah, if you up. do this, if you, if you say something like, I'm risen, I'm stupid, you just, you, you, hopefully you have your will. Your car, wherever it is, explodes. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's my head exploding. Next. Uh, around a year ago, I was driving a 26-foot delivery truck from West Florissant to New Flor. I'm not telling the story. This is the next email. Mm -hmm. uh, around <laughs> 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning, completely dark. A car behind me was flashing their lights. I was hesitant to stop in that area, but finally pulled over, walked back to the vehicle behind me, and, uh, and asked, what do you want? A very nice lady in an EMT minivan politely told me that snow had fallen off the top of my truck, cracked her windshield. The entire windshield was completely spiderwebbed. Oh. Cops arrived. They claimed I was not liable for the damage, question mark, like it was an act of God. My company made me take a drug test later that day. <laughs> Whatever the case, that is my snow mattress story. From well, I mean, I guess it depends on the jurisdiction. Who said, you know, you could be held liable for snow on top of your car if it flies off and hits another car. Right. You yeah. could you be held liable. You can't get in trouble if it's just there, but if something happens yeah, to it. Yeah, it's not then, illegal. Right. 
to have snow on the top of your car. Yeah. And we started talking about private vehicles with, you know, just brush it off, take a broom, whatever you got to do, get rid of the snow mattress on your car. And we started noticing them throughout the day, you know, the, the next couple of days. And one of the big things I saw was box trucks having big snow mattresses Or 18-wheelers, yeah. Did anybody notice my car when they came in? I did. Did I have the entire thing off the top? Because I think I only did half of it. Because uh, when I saw this email again, because I went, you know, I, you go around the car and wipe off the windows and everything, and I did the top, sides, front. I only front, flattened two of your tires. Okay, good. <laughs> I say it looked clean to me except for your windshield. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Next. I uh, woke up the crack of dawn on this freezing Sunday morning, and the very first thing I did was buy my blues tickets for Riz theme night on February 23rd. Oh, that's very nice. Thank you so much. Uh, got tickets for me and the fiance, John, partly because and partly because we both really want to meet you all, and neither one of us are into the bar scene. So I thought this would be the perfect opportunity to finally meet our idols. Yes, I oh, the said, hockey players. I know us. Oh, we actually want to send you all invitations to our June first wedding. Hmm. June first. Ooh. What you got going on? It's a tough day for me. You got you got something got going something on. Going. Oh, I'm sorry. It's the 11th, June 11th. You got something going something on there? Not that. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually June 1st. Uh, we love your show, and you help brighten both our mornings when we head out to work. Anyway, back to my question, and this is a I entered the promo code Rizzuto when I bought my tickets. How will I be getting the hats? Oh, Does did you hit get print? Because that the hat comes out of the printer. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a 3D hat. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody said anything about 3D. It said, uh, uh, I don't I don't see any mention of the hats on the tickets or anything. Yeah, when so. you hit print, the knit hat comes out of the printer. Yeah, That's pretty cool. You know what you do is yeah. you, you just right. print it twice, two copies, and then you flip them and staple them together, and that's a hat? That's uh, no, I believe you get the hat at the game. <laughs> yeah. Right? You yeah, bring there, your tickets there's, like, there's like a table that, and they'll give you more instructions. There's a table that's like, if you are a theme night ticket holder, go to this table with mm. your ticket. You should get an email. Ticket, they'll email you. Check, you. Maybe. Okay. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I thought there was some sort of flyer or something that people, or an email that I think you get an email. something about it last time. So. Uh, join us on Saturday, uh, February 23rd. It's the Blues and Bruins, 3 o'clock. Use the promo code Rizzuto when you buy your tickets, 1057thepoint.com slash blues, and get that Blues Riz Show knit stocking hat with your tickets. And uh, we'll be running around doing the end game stuff. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fun. Yep. She, by the way, she also says she is a high school teacher in the St. Louis area. It means a lot that you guys appreciate the hard work of teachers in the area. Damn right we do. Mm-hmm. All right, one more, Jeff. Uh, hi, everyone. Huge fan of the show. Wanted to share my buffet incident last night with you all as many okay. times as you guys have talked about this on the air. This is a mom of four ranging in age from 13 to 6. My youngest six-year-old daughter was getting pudding from the buffet. I turned my head and saw her bringing the spoon from the pudding dish up to her mouth. Oh! Mm. As I'm slow motion, she was about to lick the spoon. I panicked and yelled her name. Even though she didn't get her mouth on it, I immediately took the spoon before it went in the pudding and got a fresh one. I couldn't help but think how many children may have attempted that same motion or may have on that exact it spoon. Or have done it. Yep. And I, we're not caught. And my first thought as I was reading this was, come on, man, watch your six-year-old when they're at the buffet. It's a six-year-old at a buffet. What do you think they're going to do? And she calls herself out. She says, I know it makes me seem bad for getting the, letting her get her pudding on her own, but she's never done that before. Hmm. And that's uh, Tiffany. But she did catch her, so she yeah. was watching. Yeah. Well, I've been using my air fryer a lot this weekend. I have too. I mean, I, I cook two, three meals out of it, I mean, every week. 
That's probably on the low side. I did. Uh, we went out for a dinner on Saturday night. I made uh, chicken fingers for the kids. Like, uh, you know, breaded them myself and did that whole thing in the air fryer. I cooked sausages in there yesterday. Nice. Yeah, my daughter, like, go-to, like, lunch or dinner snack is those frozen uh, Louise's toasted ravioli. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you cook those in the oven. I mean, they just poop out all the cheese or all those, mm-hmm. and it's just like an empty shell in the air fryer. Bam. Crispier than the oven, and everything stays inside. I did uh, bacon in there. I did bacon, too. And I did shredded hash browns in there. Mm. Yeah, how'd that go? It was okay. I don't think I'll do that again. You know what I saw online? And I'll have to try and find this article and send it to you. I saw somebody posted it on Facebook. It is how to use your air fryer as a leftover life hacker. Somebody took McDonald's french fries that they had the night before, the next afternoon. They put a little bit of olive oil, some salt, and put them in the air fryer. And mm-hmm. it was. they said it tasted better than getting them directly out of the fryer at McDonald's itself. Wow. That's yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a believer. I like it. I can see it in your face. All right, thank you all for your emails. All right, after the break, shall we give away some stuff? We got tickets to go see Shinedown and Papa Roach at Chaffetz on March the 17th. We got tickets to go see Candlebox at the pageant, one of our birth uh, birth month shows. That is uh, February 10th. So after the break, we're going to play a game called Porno or Children's Book. I figured this is a good game to play. Sex time fun facts later on today. So Tony is going to give you the title of something. You have to tell us whether it's the title of a porno movie or of a children's book. You want to play an example with Jeff real quick? Sure. Okay. Jeff. You. Porno bu- porno or a children's book? Which one do I want? No. Oh. <laughs> the Watering Hole. The Watering Hole. Oh, that's a children's book. Mm. Oh, it is. That's Jeff's that's children's book. book. Wow. Hey. Thanks, Tones. <laughs> Get it at outthewindowbooks.com. Thanks. All right. Two out of three right, and you win your choice of tickets. 314-6-WALKER, 314-692-5537. We will play after the break. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. Hey, Moon, can you do me a quick favor and look up and see if there's a porno titled The Watering Hole? <laughs> there may be. <laughs> All the other ones I've done research on, and I did not on that. Not where I got my inspiration, <laughs> just so you know. Uh, let's see. 314-692-5537. Looks like there is. Oh, oh really? Oh, man. No. So both answers would have been correct. All right, 749 on this oh, Monday. Oh, no, and you don't want to know. You I don't, don't want to know. know. I don't want to know. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's bad. Oh. I don't want to know. No, um, it's worse. If you are getting married, then you might want to start thinking about your floral arrangements for your wedding. Walter Noel Florist, they are there to help out. You get a personal consultant from start to finish, and whether you want something trendy or something classic, they can take care of you. They have a website for you, WKFWeddings.com. It's the perfect place to go and get your wedding planning started. Also, don't forget, Valentine's Day right around the corner. The perfect place for flowers and bouquets is Walter Noel Florist. You can find them online at WKF.com. It's Walter Noel Florist, we know flowers. The Rizzuto Show. All right, welcome back to phone number 314-692-5537, 314-6-WALKER. You need those numbers if you want to win some stuff. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free stuff. Right, you got to earn it, though. So we got tickets to go see Shinedown and Papa Roach. Over at the Shave Arena, that's uh, St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. We also have tickets to one of our Point Birth Month shows over at the pageant. It's Candlebox on February the 10th. 
So the game we're playing is Porno or Children's Book. Hey. So Tony's going to give our contestants on the phone the title of uh, either a porno or children's book. You tell us what it is. Two out of three right, you win. That's it. Simple as that. All right, 314-692-5537, 314-6-WALKER. Shall we begin, gentlemen? Yes, Let's please. begin. And let's start with Ryan in Dupo. Hello, Ryan. Hey, how you doing? Happy birthday, man. Thanks, buddy. Hey, Ryan. All right, here we go. Your first title. What's that smell? Is that a porno or children's book? Ooh, let's go children's book. What's that smell is a porno. Ooh. One wrong, Ryan. Next. The next title is Daddy, Papa, and Me. Is that a children's book or a porno? Ooh, let's go... Children's book. I'm going to do it. Show me children's book. All right. All right. On the board. Here we go. You get this right, you win. Again, children's book or porno, Alice's Underpants. Oh, no. Oh, man. I'm going to go children's book. I want to do Show it. me children's book. <laughs> no. Alice's underpants, a porno. I love how his, oh, his, his thought process was audible. I better go. All right, let's go to Doug. Hello, Doug. Happy birthday, Riz. Thank you, Doug. Here we go. All right, Children's D book or porno? Doug, three generations, mommy, grandma, and me. Uh, children's book. Show me children's book. That's porno. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, wow. Next, what about this one? Hey, those are my private parts. Porno. You are terrible at this game, Doug. Oh, man. Which, hey, which those are my private parts. That's a children's book. <laughs> probably isn't a bad thing. I mean, this, you know, yeah. Maybe yeah, that's this, a compliment. Yeah, this is a, this is a game. This <laughs> is a game, game you hang up. Congratulations. Yeah, it's a game you hang up and you go, I feel okay. okay. You're, yeah, a, bit, you're, you're right. a bit too good at this game. I just, I just realized everyone's a winner. Everyone's a winner in this game because if you strike only, out, you're just like, you know, only what, some of them get tickets. Good for you. <laughs> All right, here is Jonathan in Bunker Hill. Hello, Jonathan. Hey, Rich. Happy right. birthday. Thanks, buddy. Here we go. Children's book or porno movie? What's going on down there? Oh, porno. Children's book. Okay. <laughs> Next. All right. How about this? My dad is my best friend. Porno. Yes, it is. Jonathan, on the board, you get this right, you win. All right, and uh, children's book or porno movie, it's you and me against the P. Porno. No, that is a children's book. Does it make a difference if he would have said you and me against the P, P-E-E? What other way would I be? Possibly. Again, you know, against the P could yeah. be mean something else. You just could be fat. Uh, yeah, so he still got it wrong. Way to go screw that up, Tony. <laughs> Made a huge difference. Uh, let's go to, is it Keeler? Yes. All right, Keeler, here we go. Keeler, children's book or porno movie. Happy to be nappy. Go kids book. Yes, it is. Keeler on the board. Well done. All right, Climbing the Family Tree. Is that a children's book or a porno? Porno. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what do you want? 
Uh, Shine Down. All right, Shine Down, Papa Roach, Shaved Arena, St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. You are going. Hang on one second. Get your information. All right, we'll do one more. Okay. One more. Got it. Let's see if we get another winner here. Uh, Nathan. Hey, happy birthday, Rez. Hey, thanks, Nathan. Here we go. All right. White sisters with black brothers. Uh, definitely porno. Definitely right. And you get this right. You win. Chicka, chicka, boom, boom. I have to double down on porno. Is that a porno? Chicka, chicka, boom, boom is a... Our last one. Here we go. Toilet trouble. I want you to think about this, Nathan. I want you to think about it. This is it. Toilet trouble. trouble. Children's book. Is it a children's book or porno? Toilet trouble is a porno. Oh, no. On all accounts. Oh, no. That's okay, though. For missing that one, congratulations. You know what I mean? He doesn't get the tickets, though. I know, but he doesn't have to go to work and then be going like, wow, you knew that right off the bat. Yeah, but then he'd be going to Candlebox. That last step killed me. They, they didn't do, like they didn't do so friends. great. Four of 12. They didn't do so Ooh. great. I got eight out of Hey, it's Patrico, and real quick, I want to talk to you about my dentist, Riz's dentist, Foley Dental Group. Now, with Riz, he's getting the Invisalign, which is Invisalign. It's just our cutesy name for it, and it's really helping him out. He's seeing results already. For me, I was just terrified of the dentist in general. Dr. Foley and her team over there have made me comfortable. Now I'm going for regular checkups, and my mouth has been healthier than it's ever been before. So, make the decision that we did. It's worth the drive out to Maryville, Illinois. Get the information. Get the address online at FoleyDentalGroup.com. It's Foley Dental Group in Maryville, Illinois. You got to go see them for all your dental needs. They constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as being normal. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. They glorify unnatural sex acts. Yeah. The Rizzuto Show. Sexy time, fun fact. Here we are, guys. Monday. We're live. January 21st. Blue Monday is what they call it, the most depressing day of the year. But we're in a good mood, right, guys? Hell I'm yeah. in a great yeah. mood, Riz. Yeah. Welcome, King Scott, back to the studio. Thank you. Always in a good mood. Sex time fun facts, relationships, sex, all that stuff. Let's get into it, shall we? And if your New Year's resolution was to start dating more, why not take a minute to learn about all the ways those people are going to screw you over? <laughs> so there are some new terms floating around that sum up the uh, the modern dating climate. Let's see if you can figure out what these are. Okay. So do you know what pocketing is? I know what that one is. Pocketing. That, that's when you 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 like cut a hole in your front pocket. You stick your hand in there. No, that's when you turn your pocket inside out and have your mate hold on to it. <laughs> is that really what it is? No. So, okay. I have an idea. Is it uh, having like a backup plan? Like I got, I got something extra right here in my pocket oh. just in case I need it. Mm. Or is it turning oh. somebody into kind of a backup plan? Mm. Like you're pocketing or somebody? seeing a message on the phone and then putting it in your pocket. No. Oh. It, pocketing is when, that's when someone is dating you but knows it's never really going to get serious. So they keep you away from meeting their friends and family. In other words, they put you in their pocket. And hide oh, you. Okay, I got it. Got it. Makes sense. And hide you from 
family and friends. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. So, Susie, you're dating her if she even really exists. We've never met her. That sort of thing? Or they don't even no, know, they don't even about, know about, her. about her. Okay. They don't even know about her. How about cookie jarring? What is cookie jarring? Is that having, this is a total guess, by the way, is this having a, a group of women that you can then just randomly select one and you know all of it's going to be good, but some might have a little flaw. Mm. If it's not, it is now. That's <laughs> some have some flaws. Great. You know what you're going to get. They're all great, but one, you know, my, uh, this one this one doesn't have chocolate chips it, on the right it, side. Cookie jarring is more like uh, what you thought the first one was. That's when someone treats you as a backup option while they date other people. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's so, exactly what I said the first e- one. Every, you know, every once in a while, they'll they'll metaphorically pull you out of the cookie jar, but only if they don't have any better options. Back in the day, that was the soup on the back burner. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and U-turning. I know this one. Y-O-U dash turning. U-turning. I know. What is one. that? Do you, do you want my answer? Or you want the other fellows to guess? Uh, you you break up someone, then you instantly go back to them? That's what it seems that, like from that's, the term, yeah. That's... Actually, the opposite of it. Oh, it's oh, I'm so, so it's I'm so into you, Scott. Me and you, we are. Mm, yeah, we but are what about vibing, this? We are having a great time, and then I find out that you got two DUIs, and I'm out. That is exactly correct. Oh, really? It's oh, you're so into somebody, and then you find out something bad, and you bounce, mm-hmm. and then you immediately no, turn around. <laughs> it's when you start dating somebody. Scott doesn't really, have two DUIs, by the way. Just really so you really like know. them. It's six. But then you find out some detail about them that means you have to abruptly end things, like a criminal record or a, a secret family or whatever. Oh, secret family. Jesus. <laughs> hey, I man. I was thinking really, third nipple, but I'm okay. I'm really into you. Me and you, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. But I found out about your wife and three kids. I'm out. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> not going to work. Deal for me. breaker. <laughs> what do you mean that's a deal breaker? <laughs> Come on, so give it a chance. Pocketing. Cookie jarring and U turning. You need to know these terms, guys, gals. <laughs> if you're gonna be out there, you need to be you need to be prepared. Yeah, if you're hanging out with some fella and he goes, mm, man, this is the best cookie jarring ever. <laughs> you yes. need to roll. So the the government shutdown appears to have some unexpected consequences. While many furloughed em- government employees are, are struggling to manage life without a paycheck. It's possible some are still finding a relaxing way to unwind. So Pornhub released data last Thursday that showed the average daily increase, an average daily increase of 5.94% during the week of January 7th over the traffic in the weeks before the shutdown. Now, correlation doesn't equal causation. More people do stay indoors in winter. But uh, Pornhub does offer some compelling results. There have been upticks in late night and early afternoon traffic which tends to happen during winter storms when people don't have to work. And by the way, categories that have seen more traffic include outdoors, threesome, and old slash young. Put all three of those in the search bar. It's all the government employees, all the old men going, I need to find myself a young lady. (laughs) Check this out. It's the first time on Pornhub, like, screw it, I'm going all in. Threesomes outdoors, let's go. Yeah, outdoor threesomes with old and young. Fourth in line for the search was Pelosi, which is weird. (laughs) (laughs) Pelosi slash Trump. And butterscotch. Um, What does it mean your ex still follows you on Instagram? What do you think that means? Nothing. Do you think it means, it means that she still follows you on Instagram? You got a great Instagram. What does it mean? Is there some kind of, is there a psychological thing going on? Is there, what does it mean? 
I, or does it mean anything? I know no. that some people, when they go through a breakup, they immediately, I mean, we're removing pictures, we're unfriending, we're doing all that stuff. We're unfriending, we're unfollowing. Me, me personally, especially, you know, when I was dating back then, I, I couldn't care less. Like, when it was like, because I'm not, like, with social media, with people like, oh, we're getting rid of every picture. You, you know, we're done. Even if they cheated on you or whatever, we're getting rid of every picture. Why? That's still part of your life. That was part of your life. Like, your life still existed. Although your your new your new girlfriend or boyfriend could say, well, why are they still following you? Well, here's the thing. I, I, you aren't the first person to ever come into my life. You're not. You're very important. Are any of your exes following you? I am. Yeah, sure. I think it's a little different in our scenario, though. But, yeah, I think almost every one of them are. What do you think, Jeff? Uh, I think if they're still following you... Your new girlfriend or boyfriend, there's no reason to ask you that. It's not my fault my ex is following me. If I'm still following my ex, yeah, you could ask me that. Mm-hmm. But most of my exes are probably dead, so. Mm. <laughs> it it does it does make sense, though. I mean, I, and, in all reality, <laughs> like, Jeff, if. What if, is this Instagram? I know. I, I think I know the answer here. I'll ask you. If, if your wife came up to you and said, hey, I saw you were following Tina on Twitter. What's up with that? Would you go. I don't know. Who cares? Or would you go, I'm sorry, I'll unfollow? Man, I... Because I think it's all about the approach, too. Like, if my wife would come to me and be like, hey, I'm really not cool with you following Tina on, on Instagram. I'd go, oh, I didn't even think it was a big idea. No worries. I'll unfollow. Bloop. That's that's what I'd probably do. But if yeah. she came at me like, why the hell are you following this bitch? I'd go, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, it also depends on if you're interacting. Right. Yeah. As well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, of a, that's a big thing. That's a little different. I don't know, Moon. Your thoughts? What, what does it mean if your ex is still following you on Instagram? Uh, probably, it just depends on this this the situation. This is a case by case because you you have those Seinfeld and uh, Elaine type of relationships. Yeah, I mean, that's a great point. So yeah. there's that, and then there's the other extreme. You just who knows? Scott, what do you think? I think. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely case by case because also they may never check their Instagram or don't even think about like going through the list of people they follow and they just look at what I, I, pops up. I'm trying up. to get get at, d- does it mean they still have feelings for you? Oh, Possibly. no, I don't think so. Hmm. Some, I don't think so. I think it's a major, it's totally case by case because yeah. some some would be like Patrico saying, just forget that you're following the person. Other, you're checking all the time. Well, what are usually, they doing? What are they doing? I was going to say, when you, back in, when you were dating... Did you did you have a cell phone while you were dating before you met your wife? Uh, when I met my wife, uh, I mean it was 1998, 99. I mean it was. All right. Well, well, I think Scott, I've had a beeper. Scott, <laughs> if you if you date somebody, okay, yeah, and you have their number, and then you're like dating, you're together with them, not just going on a date, you're together with them. Do you delete the number once it doesn't work out? Out of your contacts? Yeah. No, because I want to make sure I know who's calling or texting right. me. Yeah. yeah. So that's the same concept here then, I guess. So yeah. usually usually follow each other on social media following a breakup. But what does it mean if your ex still follows you on Instagram? So there is a relationship therapist, and this person says a lot of social media behavior following a breakup depends on why and how a relationship ends. And he says following your ex on the platform could mean they miss you either romantically or as a friend. It could also mean that they are not over you and may still be clinging to the hope that the two of you will get back together at some point. Still, it's not in your best interest to jump to conclusions. And, and this guy says, quote, unless you and your ex talked about this in advance, it may be difficult to know what it really means. 
It could also mean that they forgot to unfollow you. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, uh, the bottom line is you just don't know. You only know your own motives, and some people are too stupid to even know their own motives. I, I bring this up because I, I know there may be you know somebody I mean? who, who you know, was going through their Instagram stuff and, and saw, like, an ex on there and go, why is this person... We broke up a while ago. Why are they still following me? Right. Does it mean she's got feelings for me? What's going on? Well, it made me nothing. I don't know why you'd want to follow an ex. I really don't. Because <laughs> are you ho- are you hoping to just see them by themselves on their Instagram for the rest I of their lives? Curiosity. Because, well, I, it's curiosity. I get that. I totally get that. But are you going to feel better once you see them with another person? Well, this guy, this therapist I mean, says, if your relationship ended in a in a messy manner, it really might. Be best not to follow each other. Yeah, that, don't. My, my whole point is don't yeah. don't look because you know, you're what you're gonna have to yeah, react to, to what you find. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so, you really will. Sherry says, uh, "What about just liking that their life is such a train wreck now? Like yeah. if you hear like they're like they're not doing great and like yeah." They they maybe got together. It's pretty negative. It's sometimes fun to revel in the misery of others. Sure, <laughs> especially if it's a messy breakup. But, I, know, I know some of my ladies' exes follow her, and I... I, I you have don't. no problem with it? No, because even if their motives are, are, are creepy or, or or whatever, I, I don't care. It's just a compliment. She's a super hot follower. Whatever. Okay, it has, has nothing to do with me. And until it has something to do with me, it has nothing to do with has me. Has an you ex know what I mean? contacted through Facebook or social media Mm-mm. your your wives, girlfriends? Yeah. Oh, my wives oh. are... My wife? No. My wife's. Uh, my <laughs> None wife. of them. N- no, no, I can't. Yeah. And I trust I the fact that if they did, she would tell me. Or if it was something Same. to worry yeah, about, Yeah, my wife has tell told me. me. Yeah. She goes, oh, yeah, an old boyfriend from high school contacted me on Facebook, wanted to see what's going on, how I, am I doing? I had an old girlfriend, this was before the, uh, you know, all the social medias, call my desk at the old, old ownership and just say, hey, man, I was looking at the, you know, I was just trying to find you, and I saw you're still at the point. I just thought I'd call and see how things were doing. I went, everything is great. I have a child. I, I, yeah, I have two children. Uh, there's fantastic. I have two child. Everything's really good. Um, all right, bye. And I hung up and went, and I called Julie and went, this person just called me, you know, just in case it yeah, was yeah. a setup or anybody's watching. or anything. I was like, All right, hey. so what do you think? Do you think she I was called. upset? Do you think I was upset that an ex-boyfriend contacted my wife? When was no. this? Uh... If this was the last six or seven years, I'd say no. Before that, maybe yes. I agree with that statement. Yeah. I would say he's probably. It was within the last six or seven years. Within a li- then I, I would say probably no. say no. Yeah. Yeah, At this I, point, I think, you were confident and, and everything. I think early 30s and beyond, you realize it don't matter. If she's And if she's yeah. going to roam, she's going to roam. But what are you going to do? You're right. What are you going to control? Yeah. You're right. I was right. not upset at all. You can't do better than this. That's exactly what we were all yeah. thinking. <laughs> but if you were we 24 were and that happened, I bet you'd be a little. Oh, absolutely. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Look how big my chest is. That's my territory. I just want to let you know that an ex-boyfriend just contacted me. Very harmless. Just wanted to know what uh, what he was doing. Be like, oh, an ex-boyfriend? That's cool. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It would be this. You'd go like this. You'd go, oh, an ex-boyfriend? No problem. Which one of your exes, like most recently? And you're like, oh, yeah, it was the guy right before you. Oh, that's cool. What's his name and his address? And how big is he? Because he's gonna go down. Yeah. <laughs> the, slow, the, the slow, the slow, <laughs> the slow buildup. Your next message better tell him I got a 55 gallon drum of whoop ass. Sir, we would get at least a tire iron. What? We would at least get a day off, wouldn't we? If yeah, and then with, the, York, with the somebody's ass and the cord. I don't care anymore. Stuff. Oh, the cord, visitation. Uh, we'd have a couple days off because of the cord. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you, we, one we of us would have to go to the jail? funeral, probably. <laughs> I don't care. Well, that's good. That's good. Because we'd miss days. I don't care. <laughs>
I was not upset. I was not. Uh, during the the honeymoon phase of a relationship, <sighs> lovers can't get enough of each other. Often staring longingly into each other's eyes. And according to a love expert, this feeling is tantamount to the effects of cocaine mm. and other narcotic stimulants on the brain. As relationships mature, we see a different effect on the brain. It provides a, a pain-relieving effect. And this person says, when you look at the face of the person you love, you could withstand more pain. Huh. Baby but at first, it's like, <laughs> but at first, like, it's like the cocaine. Baby, with you, I've learned to sustain so much pain. Mm -hmm. Cocaine? <laughs> Cocaine. You ever have somebody uh, come up to you and uh, introduce them, introduce you to their partner and say, this is my lover? No. And if that was, I don't think I'm friends with them. <laughs> yeah, but this definitely. This, I've had that happen. This, yeah, had it happen. Like, this it's happened, been a long time. This happened a couple years ago. We, somebody came in and we were like, guys, guess what happened? Was that you? Maybe. We were at a wedding. And uh, hadn't seen somebody in a long time. And, uh, oh, uh, Scott and Amelia, I'd, I'd like you to, uh, to, to, uh, to meet my lover, uh, Greg. All I think of is ah, anytime lover. somebody says lover, you know what I think of? Yes, I do. Saturday Night Love hot tub. Rachel Dratch, <laughs> Saturday Night Love in the hot tub. <laughs> we are lovers. I think it's okay to call your partner your lover, but it has to be in a hot tub with le at least one other couple. I think that's the only way you can use that term. But it happened to me, but it was probably 10, 15 years ago. And the same thing. It was just, I would like to introduce you. And you have to say it. That to way. my lover? This is my lover. Ugh. It just sounds, it sounds, it sounds like something it's you say. It's pretentious. Yeah, I can hear and that. very smug. I can feel that. Yes. I, I, I feel like it's something that would be said in like a swinger party or, a, you know, some, yeah. some, some sort of like very <laughs> open meeting. You know right, what I mean? Switch. Yeah, your lover for my lover. <laughs> <laughs> this my is what lover. it sounds like. My lover. lover. Ugh. Love. Gross. Get away from me. I do find it um, a new world and sort of interesting because, you know, my lady and I aren't married. But girl girlfriend, to me and I think to others, and maybe I'm wrong here, just sounds like a like a young thing. and it, Or it sounds, um, I guess, less important. You say my lady. Yeah. I do say that, but even that feels a little like possessive you. and strange in, in, in a weird way. So sometimes. then what are you going to say? One. I don't know. It, my I, lover? I, I have found myself. Yes, Jeff. I've never Jeff said lover. I got it. Best friend. Ugh. Hey, this is my best friend. Mm. <laughs> that's, that seems oh, like reduced as well. You, you do. You I, and I, I, I guess, say partner. I guess to, sometimes. To back you up on, to back you on this. If you think about life. it, if you think about this, to back him on this, there have been times where you've been caught slipping where you've referred to in-laws. Like yeah, but that, that's because I consider them in-laws. I consider this just as well as and just as close and just as devoted as any marriage. My chick. Right, but you wouldn't say that, would you? Yeah. You'd say that. I think you would say my lady before my chick. That's my yeah. lady. Because I remember now, you remember what you used to call your wife? What? My bride. You used to introduce, this is my bride. Oh, you yeah, used that to was say that. a long time ago. Yeah, but I mean, still, you could use that. Was that in, in jest? It was in a, in a tongue-in-cheek kind of way. My uh, bride. This is my bride. You could always say my main side piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, to me, it's it's that, the equal devotion. I refer to her now as my first wife. <laughs> that is good. But the Why terms... don't you just use her name? 
I do use her name, of course. You but don't I'm, have to label her. Labels are for soup cans. <laughs> right, but when, yeah. when, when you're yeah, on, Jeff, great. When Thanks, dude. When you're on a call and and you're you know talking to a business or something, you say, "Oh well, it's in my." I can't Lady's say my, my wife's name or it's in my, you know, girl. My like special I said, lady friend. There's like an order to the terms, an yeah. order of importance. I don't know. Seems. I think I would just do, I think I would just say girlfriend, to be honest with you, and not think about it that much. And I have at times, yeah. but not it, think about it that much. Who no. are you talking to? That's a good point. Mm. Not, don't refer to her as a hoe, though. No. No. That is. That's like so 90s. Yeah, you get, you know what? <laughs> so, Actually, this if, my bitch? if you want to be hit, oh, oh, yeah. well, yeah. I, you can go, you I would go, never say that first. You can go, hey, good to meet you. I'd like to introduce you to my ratchet ass hoe. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's not good. Don't that's that. not the way to go. Don't do that. No, it's this ratchet ass hoe. Oh, don't do that. This trifling bitch. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, dude, you're making me a ba- basic I'm sweating bitch. right now. Basic bitch. <laughs> basic no, bitch probably shouldn't no. be there. Lady is good. It's, uh, yeah, I don't this is my lady. Ratchet ass lady. You guys are making me sweat. Don't put ratchet ass in front of oh, anything. Oh, what? Really I thought that was the in now. thing. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> Don't put. That's the hey, in thing. Hey guys, what do you what do you got going on for Super Bowl? I got this big party going on. I'm gonna bring my ratchet ass chili. <laughs> That's my favorite adjective from here on out. What's your car doing? It's got this ratchet ass rattle going. <laughs> so it sounds like a ratchet. Uh, here's some here's some good news. If you feel like uh, you and your husband or wife fight all the time, eventually you'll be happy. You've just got to hang on a couple more decades, and you'll be fine. Researchers uh, have been studying a group of 150 married couples since 1989. And they found the longer a couple is together, the less they argue and the more they laugh together. And it's especially true for marriages that are at least 35 years long. So that's something to look forward to. You know, it's funny. That is something that our generation does not does not deal with very well. What? Um, long, long-term commitment or, or, or the, the idea and the function of it. <clears throat> everybody's like, oh, I'm not happy, so I need a big change. Right. I'm not happy. It, I'm supposed to be happy all the time my whole life. things is mm-hmm. not. Yeah, our generation does not accept that. Yeah. And that's why <clears throat> divorce, no, that's I'm not, I'm not saying divorce. disposable society. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying divorces aren't a good thing in many situations, because of course I believe that. But uh, uh, Scott and I were raised by a family, and our entire family, I don't think there's any divorce. Is there any divorce? There's some, but it's, it's usually very little, and it's not yeah. direct to us. And, but I'll tell you what, there's a couple situations in there where these folks were not happy for some time. Yeah. But they're all past 40 and 50-year anniversaries now, and everybody's, everybody's and cool. And their spouses have died or something, so they're a lot happier now. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Now, good news and bad news, kind of the same line there, uh, same line. Uh, the good news, if you get into lots of loud and explosive fights with your significant other— that means you will live a longer life. The bad news, that just means more years of horrible fights. According to another study, couples that have blowout fights are the most likely to live longer. And the researchers say the key is that both of you have the same approach to handling your issues. So if you have massive fights, that's good. If you both suppress your anger... That's not quite as good, but it's still pretty good. <laughs> but if one of you usually bottles it up and the other one usually explodes, that's bad because it adds stress to both of your lives and increases both of your chances of dying sooner. Okay. You got that? 
Yeah, man. Does that make any sense at all? It does. All right. All right, up after the break, we'll uh, talk about the sex toy of the week. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. And this one is a doozy. I'm uncomfortable. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I'm uncomfortable. Jeff, take a look at it. This is top three. Top three worst. And it's oh, my. Am I looking at this, or is it looking at me? And re- <laughs> read what it is. Don't don't read it out loud, but read to yourself what it is. All right. Oh. We're going to have to make a call or two. Yeah, initial thoughts. Yeah, wow. 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 <laughs> Thanks for listening to my friends on The Rizzuto Show. In the morning. And down at Fandango. In the afternoon and all your favorite guard songs all day long. Now that's a great combination. <laughs> Thank you, Garth. You know, just talking about social media stuff, exes following you on Instagram. I want I want your honest answers. Now the three of you, Moon and Jeff. Tony. Tony. Tony, still the same. I mean, you guys post a lot of stuff on Instagram and and Twitter and and Facebook. Would you be willing to give up your social media if it meant never getting another cold for the rest of your life? No. Never getting another cold. Mm Mm-hmm. Never getting another cold for the rest of your life. No. My answer is real quickly no because I rarely get colds. Rarely get colds. I'll say no because I like social media, and I know what a cold feels like. I know how to get over a cold. I'm good. And when you're sick, you can lay in bed and do social, social media. media. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? I'm with them. If I you got not. no, if I got more colds and had a different job, maybe I'd consider it. But yeah. in my in this situation with, uh, I, I'm taking all professional aspects out of it. I'm just talking about for me for fun. Social media, I'd rather have that and have a cold a couple times a year and be done with it. I like looking at Twitter. I get a lot of news on there. Mm-hmm. I just recently came over to that side of, oh, I wonder what's going on in the world. I'm going to go to Twitter. And it's pretty ridiculous. Twitter is one of the greatest resources for finding breaking news. And you got to, listen, you got to, of course, weed through what's real and what's fake. And that's... Right. Wait, you know, That's what? pretty tough. Huh? Yeah, you got to weed through that and through all the posts, which is hashtag... Get out those teas Tuesday mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. That's, so there's that. nothing wrong with that. No. <laughs> so so, and by the way, would you give up social media? Twenty nine percent of people said yes. So the majority of people said no. They wouldn't. Did you give your answer? What would you do? Man, it's tough. Yeah, I think you already answered it. I think I'll let you guys. Yeah, yeah you answered it. I mean, if something worse than a cold, it's a little more thought provoking. Yeah, you know. Well, what what would you be willing to give up? Like, uh, or what would I, what would I not have? I mean, you mean what, would it, what would it take? Yeah, Crohn's, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's something that everybody can get like the flu or walking pneumonia or something like that. Eh, happens once or twice. I don't know. If you, you, name, throw out some things, name some things. You're, if you don't give up social media, you're going to get this. Chlamydia. I'm going to get chlamydia just yeah. for not giving up social media. Yes. Just which once? one, which one is chlamydia? Does that go away or no? I think it goes away. Okay, then we'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, as far as never getting a cold in your life, 
So 29% said yes, they would give up social media to never get a cold. Would you, would you give up caffeine? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, boy. Yeah. Like, again, for just a cold? For a cold. Yeah. No. Oh, actually, oh not. No. no, no, no. I thought you were asking. No, no, for yeah, a cold. I, if I, I had to give up social media or caffeine, would oh, I give right. up caffeine? Yeah, oh, would for, you? For a cold? No. Mm-mm. Would I give up? If, if, if I had to media. choose over social media or caffeine, I'm giving up caffeine. Okay. What about uh, sex? Would you give up sex for so social media? It, so it's either I can have social media or I can have sex? Yeah. Social media can go bye-bye. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think we're all on the same page yeah. there. Although caffeine, man, I mm, that's no iced tea. I love iced tea. <laughs> it's no tea. I love coffee. What do you like more, iced tea or get out your teas Tuesday <laughs> or Twitter? But could you do the non-caffeinated of, of those things? Just to get the flavor, I yeah. guess so. Okay, so back to the cold thing. If you could avoid, if you could, you know, be immune to colds, but have to give up caffeine. Is that okay for you? No, I take the coffee. Okay, yeah. I think I think we're all in the same boat on all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, sex. For what? The colds. For, for colds. Get out of here. Uh-uh. What about what about social media? Wait, 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 wait. Sex or social media? Yeah. Oh, sex. Okay. You would give up sex or, or no? No, no. I give up sex. social media. Now, just talking about social media, would you give up TV and movies? For social. For social media. Oh, uh, movies that, uh, I don't know. For how long was this? A year or just forever? forever? Do, do we get a trial period? Like no, 12 your days life. To test this out? Your life. <laughs> Would you be willing to give up TV and movies for the rest of your life for social media? Absolutely. That includes grinding, no. right? I would not. I, I nope, would. I cannot do that. With the professional things in mind. Yes or no? I don't care. Professional, whatever. Yes um, or no? Then I guess I would have to, yes. You would? Well, yeah. I mean, my, my, my professions de- depend on things, and especially where everything is going, things that are being considered social media. You know, that's that's going to be a major, major part of, uh, of, of most people's careers in commerce. Would you be willing to give up all your vacation time going forward for social media? Well, I tell you what, I don't take vacation very often. I was the same but, way. But my gosh, for the rest of my life, would you be willing to give up all your vacation time for social media? Absolutely not for me. Probably not. Man, I cherish my vacation. That means no going away to go experience things. Like you wouldn't go to, you know, the middle of the woods and camp or whatever. Oh, you consider that? Oh, even That's on vacation like a, time? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I do that on the weekends too. Well, I mean, to well, if you're only that two up, days? No, I would not give that up for social media. No way. Like two days in the woods. That's all you'd get because it's it's just your just the weekend. That's all you could afford to. I would not give that up. Jeff? Gosh, I don't know, man. If it was just solely just for me, I'd say uh, that I probably would keep the social media because I'm not big on trips, but my family is. Uh, so if I'm looking at it that way, then I would have to give up the social media, I guess. That's exactly what I was going to say. If I didn't have a family and I was a single dude... I don't care about vacation days. But with a family. But with yeah, a family, family, I have to keep it. So yeah. bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I cherish my vacation time too much. and You know, going going on an extended trip with my family. Yeah. You probably already have one on a countdown in your phone. Yeah, damn you? right I do. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, now this. And now, the Roger Ebert of dildos. Here's Patrico with another Rizzuto Show sex toy review. All right, Tones. I don't want to. What do we got here? We have got the Mr. Ed anatomically correct horse penis dildo. Ah. This thing is $59.98. Its uh, average review is four out of five stars. No name on this review, but he does give it five stars. And here we go. He? He. Oh, no. I didn't know that. I'm assuming a he. Uh, so this Why thing would you is, assume that? Just wait. Because uh, he said, or this person says, this thing is huge. Like, really, really huge. We're talking over 20 inches. And it's almost too big. Almost too big. That's, I was going to point that out. Almost. Challenge almost. accepted. I've been a lot of, uh, around a lot of horses. And this thing is as accurate as it what is. What is too big? If this is almost too big, what is know. too big? I don't know. Uh, like, whenever I, uh, like, whenever this thing comes out, I get nervous and honestly, honestly, Try and stretch beforehand. I am a seasoned vet in the fet world and can only get about a third involved. Yeah, I'd stretch to you. You don't want to pull a hammy. No. But to be honest, what I can use of it is great. And it's great for adding a little humor into the bedroom. Trust me, no one is going to silently just accept your introduction of this thing into the bedroom. There will be laughs, there will be explanations, and there will be very happy endings. It is very floppy, which <laughs> makes it a bit harder to navigate. But I have found some pros and cons. Pros, huge, looks great, feels great. Cons, smells weird. Oh, smells weird. <laughs> no, right out of the box? <laughs> no storage container and too floppy when lubed. I gotta hide it in my baseball bag. Uh, bad box. Yes. <laughs> Overall, does the job well. Would recommend for sure. I don't oh know why I thought this God. was a guy, but I did. Pros: You can hold the the, the hood of your car open with it too. Uh -huh. The little thing is gone, you know. Uh -huh. The little stick. Uh huh. All right, that's the Mr. Ed anatomically correct horse penis dildo. Uh, Sixty bucks. Average review: four to five stars. This review we held, loves have, it. Have we held this thing up to the camera yet? Go ahead. I, I thought it. I would need help. <laughs> you might. You might <laughs> And that's the sex toy of the week. You're listening to The Ridge Show on 105.7 The Point. Boy, it's great we got an empty office here today. I don't think, I don't think there's anybody here. Nope, doors are still shut over there on well, the outside. We, we know our boss ain't going to be here because no. he told us on Friday. Uh, see I'm Tuesday. not going to be here. <laughs> I think it said, see you jerks on Tuesday. Yeah. Exact words. We got run of the place, fellas. But we are live on this Monday. You want to do the shirtless Monday thing? Or? If we're going to do it, today's the day to do it, right? Uh -huh. Might as well. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by... Crushed Red. Keep your resolutions intact with a salad from Crushed Red. So, we didn't get a ton of snow this weekend. Like, they were calling for what? Two to five inches. At least up until Friday evening. I guess the the storm track it went south. So if you're down in Farmington, you got you got yourself a couple inches of snow. Which by the way, you're welcome, St. Louis. Because I called and I said that this was gonna be nothing. What was it nothing? On Friday I said that. I mean it was bitter cold, Dude, it was windy. Saturday was nothing. I had zero Saturday was nothing. Zero percent uh uh snow in my house. Zero. Zero. Sunday, you know, Sunday, Sunday we got maybe snow. an inch and a half of snow. St just enough to be annoying. But uh, even though we didn't get a we didn't get a ton of stuff in this area over the weekend, 
uh, the Missouri State Highway Patrol was busy across the state. And this is as of 8 a.m. yesterday, not including the little snowfall we had in the afternoon. Uh, they got 1,784 calls for service. There were 660 stranded motorists, 304 crashes, 45 injuries, and four fatalities, two of which are believed to be weather-related. And there was a fatal accident yesterday here in this area. This is around 3.30, Manchester and 270. Three cars involved, one person killed, and they're saying that weather most likely did play a role in uh, yesterday afternoon's fatal accident. Mm. Uh, shots fired at the Galleria in Richmond Heights yesterday. Around 1.30 yesterday afternoon, witnesses reported hearing gunshots. Police on the scene investigating found a spent shell casing in the area. There were no reports of anybody hurt or any property being damaged, but an investigation is ongoing. And uh, also locally here, according to an analysis of federal stats, a half-mile stretch of road on Page Avenue in Wellston was the deadliest highway segment on the Missouri side of the St. Louis metro area. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. The report said that Page, Page Avenue between Sutter and R.M. Moore Avenues had the highest rate of fatal crashes per mile in the metro area between 2015 and 2016. Three people died in three crashes, also known as Route D, which is a density of 5.59 fatal crashes per mile. That is also the second highest rate across the entire state. Now, we're using the 2015-2016 stats because last year's stats have not been released yet. But uh, the the road segment with the most fatal crashes... In the area, nine was 270 between McDonald Boulevard in Hazelwood and Lilac Avenue in Spanish Lake. But because it's a much longer stretch of road, 10.4 miles, it's 0.86 fatal crashes per mile density was much lower than that segment on page. Hmm. I wonder if it's one. I I had a bus route over there. Pardon me. I had a bus route over there. I know there's a couple weird intersections, but I wonder if it's one. I wonder why. I wonder why that area. Yeah, I wonder if there's one intersection where things just happen all the time. Well, you want to know the most deadly sections of road in the area? What's the most deadliest section of road? Well, I just told you Page Avenue and Wellston. Number two was Highway 110 near DeSoto between Cannon Road and Upper Platten Road. Five died in four crashes. Then you got Interstate 70 between Union and Salisbury Street. Then you got Highway 141 between Burgundy Lane and Carmen Road in Manchester. Oh, that is awful. I'm trying to figure out where that is. Oh, dude. You know what you know what Burgundy is, right? It's kind of like towards the, the speed hill where everybody's... I mean, you're going 70 oh, miles an yeah, hour and on there's that. A and there's lights. And there's yeah. a light right there. There's a light. It's awful. It's as you're approaching Manchester. It's all, I, you know, I bet you it's people going... Oh my God! I can't stop in time yep. for this red. I'll just see I if exactly I can like, right. cook the yellow, and then they're hitting somebody. I you know, know what that is? You're coming about. out of Cl- you come at Clayton Road, right? It's Clayton Road, or is it? Is it before that? No, I think it's before. You talking yeah, north of Clayton? That. It's way way north of that. Yeah. Are you sure it's not approaching Manchester? Yeah, it's approaching Manchester. It's it's north of Manchester, but you're still it's it's a it's a. Little I know ways. what you're talking about because there's a gotta, light. Yeah, because you got a light go, right at the bottom. Yeah, there. yeah you Clayton go back. is right there. Yeah. 
You got to go back. Right. Yeah, because Clayton, jo- Clayton joins that right yeah. there. That, which, which is one of the problems with it. Yeah. I thought Clayton was well before it. It goes no, Clayton. I think it's right in that area. Okay. And then you got Natural Bridge between Hamilton and uh, Farrar Street in St. Louis. Highway 30 between uh, Lakenny Lane and High Ridge Boulevard in Jefferson County. Those are the uh, hmm. deadliest roads in the St. Louis metro area on the Missouri side of things. Uh, Prince Philip. You know the Queen's husband? Prince Philip. Days after flipping his SUV in a crash that hurt a mother of two, Prince Philip caught driving again without a seatbelt. Remember, he's 97. He was photographed behind the wheel of a brand new Land Rover on Saturday. And you know what's you know what's actually funny? So I think the accident happened Thursday. Saturday, he's back behind the wheel, no seatbelt. I guess somebody took a picture of him, and the police contacted him and gave him uh, what they're calling a uh, kind of a warning, suitable words of advice. Like, put your seatbelt on. Yeah, because they were saying that he could be charged uh, for not insurance or license or something, something he didn't have when he caused the accident on Thursday. They're saying he could be charged, but, you know, believing that that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But back behind the wheel. Somebody's got to take his keys away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he wreck his car? How does he have two he rolled cars? It. What the yeah. hell? Rolled it. Hit somebody with two two kids in the car. Yeah. Rolled it. This is this is this is this is what we feared when my grandma showed up at the pool one day. And Where's was like, Prince I got Charles? My license. Take the keys away. Yeah. <laughs> is he in such a position that nobody wants to do that? I'm sure his son could be like dad. Yeah, the position of prince. Oh, and by the way, the queen who's 92. She was spotted behind the wheel of her Range Rover on a public road without her seatbelt on. And this is this is actually funny. Because of some kind of quirk in English law, in English law, she's the only person in Great Britain permitted to sit behind the wheel of a car without a driver's license. Literally, she can do whatever the hell she wants. So funny. She's the only person in Great Britain that could drive without a license. And th- and it says. Glad that my grandma wasn't queen. In like uh, in the, in the laws, like there is an English law that says the queen is the only person that could drive without a license. Why doesn't it just say the queen can do whatever the f she wants? Well, she can't murder anybody. Why not? She can make the rules. It's not a law. Hey, maker. and you know what? Like you guys used to get on me about it. Not wearing your seatbelt is almost just as bad. It's dangerous. You know it's weird for me to not put on a seatbelt now. That's good. probably good. Yeah. I got in my car and I got I got in my car to move it from my driveway over the weekend and I buckled up and I was like, oh man, that's good. Hey, did you hear about this uh, this uh, Mexican pipeline explosion? Yes. A bunch of people died, right? Oof. This is Friday and the death toll has risen to 85 people, yeah. according to Mexico's health minister. 58 others are in the hospital. Dozens are missing. So the explosion took place as people in a nearby community were taking gas from a pipeline that had been intentionally punctured by thieves. So there's a gas pipeline that these thieves had put a hole in and almost put a tap in it, and people were coming and filling up whatever they could with gas, including garbage bags. People were going to their houses, getting garbage bags, and filling them with gas. Which is safe, right? Depends on the bag. method of transportation. Which, by the way, the queen could kill somebody, by the way. According to English law, the queen is immune to all criminal prosecution. Huh. Wow. Off with his head. Good to be the queen. 
<laughs> Anybody got her number? So yeah, I mean, all these people died. They were get they were trying to just steal gas. Any kind of container they could find, they would run up to this to this pipeline and just take. And uh, this section of pipeline had been repeatedly damaged by those looking to steal gas and then repaired. I guess it's a big thing in Mexico, widespread fuel theft. Like gangs steal gas from the pipelines. They drill illegal taps. And one spark, I mean, there's no safety measures at all. And 85 people died like that. Gosh. With, with dozens missing. Uh, January is the most popular month to call in sick to work when you are not really sick. So we are in it. We're in the middle of it. December 2nd. But the weather sucks in winter and you're, and you're still recovering from the holidays in January. So it makes sense that leaving the house is a little harder to do. Overall, 33% of people admitted they've called in sick when they weren't sick at all. And here are the top reasons why we take sick days when we're not really sick. Number one is to just rest and relax. Eh. Is that listed under kicking it? Kicking it. Mm-hmm. Spend time with the families, number two. To run errands. Although, you can go run errands when you call in sick. What if you get caught? To avoid traveling to work in bad weather, to hang out with friends. That's also kicking it. (laughs) See, kicking it. And to avoid a specific work event like a meeting or a presentation. And 80% of people who faked a sick day said they do it once a year at most. 5% do it at least once a month. 74% of us feel guilty about it and 26% feel no guilt at all. You guys are monsters. Uh, Purdue Foods is recalling 68,000 pounds of gluten-free chicken nuggets over fears of wood contamination. Great. Well, nobody's nobody's gotten sick, but um, the Department of Agriculture's Food Safety and Inspection Service has received three complaints that wood was found in the nuggets. Chicken splinters. So anyone who has a package of the Simply Smart Organics chicken breast nuggets in their freezer... Should either throw them away or return them to the store where they were purchased. That's what we get. Is that the is that the the brand? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that sucks. Here is an interesting question. Jamie Kloss is the 13 year old girl who escaped uh, after her parents were murdered in Wisconsin. And we had that story last oh, week. Yeah. She escaped, and before she was found, the FBI was offering a twenty five thousand dollar reward for information leading to her rescue. Also, the Genio Turkey Store, which was the company that her parents worked for, they added another twenty-five thousand to the reward. So they got fifty thousand dollars. Who gets the reward? Does Jamie get it because she rescued herself? It, it was just information about the rescue, right? No, so, didn't somebody find her? And no, information no, she, leading she, to her rescue. She escaped. And then Somebody she found. ran to a woman who was driving who then called the police. So does she get it? That's why. If anybody gets that it, That woman her. said the woman who found her, she was walking her dog. Yeah. She said she doesn't want it. Well, then we could split it five ways. So does Jamie get it? Because she essentially... Why not? Rescued herself. Yeah. Who's going to complain well, after okay. what she's gone through? Apparently, authorities are working to figure out where the reward goes uh, or I got if a, it's awarded at all. I got a perfect idea. You take that money and you give it to her and say, hey, we're paying for therapy sessions for you oh, with this money. She's going to need it. 
Like call. this is this is so you could sit down and you could talk to somebody. Here you go. That's what we're going to use this money for. Or put it in a in a trust for her, for college, something. I'm sure she'll get it. She should. Put in a college fund. If the woman that found her while she was walking her dog says no, the only other person that it can go to is her. There's no other. Or just it it goes away. If it goes away, away, then it goes away. But that is it. There's no other people that were involved. Hmm. Boy, this sucks. Have you ever been uh, stuck on a plane before? Like you you go away from the gate and you're stuck on the tarmac? Mm -hmm. How long's the most you've been on a plane before? The most without taking off? Um... I think there was one that was in excess of two hours. Yeah, we had uh, three hours once. Yeah, now there are laws. Now there's a new, like, bill of rights for passengers where you can't be on the plane that long. Mm. There's a certain amount of time where you need to return to the gate and, and deplane. There's a law now. I just remember that I had started a movie, fell asleep, woke up, the movie was over. I've had that happen, too. And we were still on the We're still there. You go, oh, here. No, never moved. So people on a United Airlines flight from Newark, New Jersey to Hong Kong were stuck on the ground for more than 14 hours. And check out this story. This is just bad luck all around. So it started around 3 o'clock Saturday afternoon. The flight was diverted to Goose Bay Airport in Newfoundland. Oh, my God. I know somebody. Well, I don't know them. There's a professional wrestler that was on this flight. This This is a nightmare. So... Takes off from Newark, diverted to Goose Bay Airport in Newfoundland, Canada, because of a medical emergency. So the plane lands, medical personnel meet the plane, passenger taken to the local hospital. Okay, fine. Shut the door. Back up. Here here we go, Hong Kong. But as the plane was ready to take off again, mechanical issue. And this is where the nightmare begins. Passengers weren't allowed to leave the plane because the Goose Bay Airport didn't have a customs officer on duty during the overnight hours. So they couldn't, it's a different country. So they had nobody to check the papers. Sunday, I'm sorry, Saturday became Sunday, the flight's still on the ground. It was negative 20 degrees out and the door was broken. I followed this whole journey from this wrestler that I follow on Twitter, uh, and 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 his from start to finish the nightmare that he lived. I bet it, you all the little mini Chardonnay bottles and the Oreo packets were all uh, well gone by the end of that. The, so the door was open. It's negative twenty out. Food supply runs out. That next morning, Goose Bay officials brought in uh, donuts from uh, the local Tim Hortons, mm-hmm. and finally, after more than fourteen hours on the ground in the plane. People were finally able to get off. Still stuck in North America. And they brought another plane out to fly people back to Newark. So they had to go back to Newark, New Jersey. Some people were just like, screw it, I'm not even going to Hong Kong. Wow. People just canceled their trips. Uh, that's what that's you know what this guy did. You know you're upset if you willingly want to go back to Newark. Right? I know. <laughs> yeah. He, I'm he, going back to Jersey. <laughs> he said that the so it obviously 16 hours. Uh, he took a screenshot of his phone when he got off and it was negative 19 and he said that was the most pain he said people he tweeted at united the airlines that i guess he could see another plane down there and he said we are running out of food people are not doing well we need help 
Like it was like to that. Well, point. they were saying the passengers were like good on the airport people for helping us out, you right. know, bring us food. Yeah. And then he ended everything by saying that he his flight to Jersey or wherever he was going was actually delayed again. No. Oh. So he said, to end this thread, I just landed back home in Virginia. I'll miss the wrestling show on Tuesday. My apologies to those fans coming out for this debut event. I landed in Goose Bay 25 hours ago. And last night after flight diverted, now home to my bed. Wow, thanks for following along. Oh, that's Sanjay Dutt. That dude's awesome, too. And I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, man, that's bad. And you said 14 hours. I'm like, I think he was there for 16 hours. I was like, this has got to be the same flight. That's probably the same. He probably went back to Jersey. That's yeah. another two hours. Two hours, yeah. Crazy. Boy, I feel like this can't be good for property values. There is a, a subdivision in Cherry Hills Village, Colorado, that's named, wait for it, Swastika Acres. Oh, my Probably God. Probably we're going to tear that sign down. It's had that name for 111 years. Back when the swastika was a symbol of luck before the Nazis ruined it forever. And even though the name isn't on any signs or anything... It is still on a lot of people's deeds. But now, finally, the city council has decided it's time to get rid of the name. And they think they'll be able to get the approval of the residents and weed through all the paperwork and bureaucracy to make it happen sometime this year. But Swastika Acres, here's some people talking about it. Personally, I, I think it's a bad name. It's a, uh, offensive, basically, to uh, everybody. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as what happened with the name, with the use of swastika in World War II. We found it a little interesting, <laughs> to say the least. Um, it's just because it kind of has a bit of a negative. Kind of, kind of. That's a, a little that's bit. a kind of and a, a basically. A little bit. Kind of a. He's negative he, he says, basically, I don't like the name. She goes, it's kind of got a bad negative context. I can definitely understand why people would want to get rid of it just because of, you know, the meaning behind it. Mm. She seems smart. Only since the 1920s, though. If your last name is Goldberg, are you moving into Swastika Acres? I don't think so. Probably not. Uh, that's why you tell people, they go, where do you live? It'd be like... All right, so you're going to drive right down Manchester, and then you're going to make a right. It's your third right. Uh, the big sign says Swastika uh, Acres. <laughs> it's great. You just turn on there. Is right. that Sanskrit? Ready for ready for a battle here? You are PlayStation? Yes. And you are Xbox. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm PC and Xbox. Come at me, bro! But I'm not I'm not talking about PC. Okay. Xbox versus PlayStation. Hell yeah, man. Who's better at video games? Xbox people or PlayStation people? Oh, like gamers? Like actual, like who's and more... I'm, I'm sure that's not going to lead to any irrational internet uh, arguments or anything, but... Yeah. <laughs> a new study figured out who's better at video games. People who play Xbox or people who play PlayStation. And based on their test results of reaction time and aiming at targets, the answer is... Who is it? Xbox. PlayStation. I'm not biased at all. It's One of you is right. It's got to be Sega. Xbox. Huh. I bet it's Xbox. It's Xbox. All right. By a small... Scott's up there celebrating like he just won an Emmy. By a small... <laughs> Congratulations. I think he just jumped up and down. I didn't even know you were nominated, Xbox dude. That's so on the cool. bright side, for both groups, they both beat out people who play video games on PC. Those jerks. Wait, wait, wait. They both they both beat out PC? Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. That's, that doesn't make any sense. This was a study done by LG, and they're, it's not like it's a small company. And they're talking about the reaction time things. Reaction I, time and aiming at targets. That um, that just doesn't make sense. 
Science, brah. And I'm just telling you, PC, like the good PC gamers can crush. Science, brah. Can crush anybody. Apparently not. Well, and I guess everybody has so little respect for Nintendo player skills that they weren't even included. Yeah, but that's because they, they didn't build themselves around this type of The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, welcome back. Time to find out what's, uh, what's going on with sports with Tony Patrico. Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. So if you missed both NFL games yesterday, you missed the best football of the season by far. Uh, both of the conference championships games went into overtime for the first time ever. In fact, only six conference championships since the 70s have gone into overtime five times in the NFC and only one previous times in the AFC. Uh, it's also the first time in NFL history that two playoff games have gone into overtime on the same day. So, long story short, we'll break down a little bit here, but the LA Rams will play the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl on February 3rd. That's Alright, so we have a Twitter poll. Uh, is it active there, Moon? Uh, it is Activate now. the Twitter poll. Active. So who do you want to see who are you rooting for? Are you rooting for the Rams? Are you rooting for the Patriots? Or option number three, are you rooting for good hummus? Um, <laughs> I said it before. I said it earlier in the show, and I'm saying it again. I'm officially a Tom Brady fan. So you I know, guess I would say that I am rooting for the Patriots. If the hummus Not is bad, hummus. there is no winner. You know what? It's very. I make it very garlicky. I'm not, I'm not rooting for good hummus <laughs> because I expect good hummus. So... There's I think that. we will have two different kinds of hummus at my Super Bowl party. Yeah. Like a roasted red pepper one. And then... Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, the Rams last made the Super Bowl. In Who doesn't two... love mashed chickpeas? Stop it. Stop yeah. it. Uh, the Rams <laughs> last made the big game in two, uh, 2002 where they were the St. Louis Rams. And uh, guess who they played that year? The Patriots. You're right, Riz. They played the Patriots. It's the isn't this the Patriots' first trip to the Super Bowl in like 11 months? Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, it's been <laughs> yes. a while. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> it really is. Yep. I thought uh, this, it was over. For this them. is the Patriots' third straight year in the Super Bowl, and they aren't the underdogs like they uh, like they like to think that they normally are. Their decline has been grossly exaggerated. They're still a solid football of team. Of course they are. I mean, it's ridiculous. Uh, so here's what's crazy: that the Saints should have won, and it should be the Patriots and the Saints because of that super controversial, obvious no call uh, that happened. It was ridiculous. So basically, what happened was is there was a pass that would have put the Saints under or in the ten yard line. Inside the 10-yard line, and it would have set them up for and, at least a field goal, and the cornerback if not a score. murdered, literally murdered yeah. the wide receiver, and there was no call. Yeah, it was a helmet-to-helmet. It was a sh- I mean, it was an open-field tackle almost. I mean, he lunged at him, and, and a no call, which was absolutely ridiculous. But it ended up going into overtime, and the Rams won 26-23. A 57-yard field goal, which is impressive. By yeah, that's not bad. Um, did, Ooh, did, by Greg the Leg? Greg uh-huh. the Leg got it, yeah. Did, did the Rams say anything about that non-call? Yes, like, the cor- oh, yeah, it was the cornerback totally said The cornerback, and I forget what his name is, said he got away with it. Really? The guy that did Good the, for the, him. The, the, made the guy the that yeah. made the hit was like, I got away with Good it. Good for him for at least saying that. Yeah. Uh, in the second game, Patriots jumped out to a 14 to nothing lead at halftime, and honestly, it was uh, one of those things where people going into that halftime, people were saying like, wow. The Chiefs just are getting worked. Mahomes cannot handle it. Then the second half happened, and oh. that was the best second the half fourth of football quarter, I've ever seen. That fourth quarter alone yeah. was amazing. Uh, absolutely amazing. It was back and forth and back and forth, and then it all came down to not Tom Brady's great, uh, Tom Brady's great play, not Patrick Mahomes screwing things up in the end. It came down to a coin toss, and that's exactly what happened. Tom Brady got the ball. They scored. Over. Oh, no chance. Sat on the sideline. 37-31 fine. They didn't even get a chance. 
And they're talking about uh, during the offseason to look into how they can make that better. Uh, guess what? They've done that every year that this has happened. Both teams at one shot. Why Put is them on the 20 and, then, and then go to Sutton. Why is it different in, in the regular season? Every, both teams get a shot, right? No. No. It's, it's if, the, if the first team gets a touchdown, it's over. If they get a field goal, then the, the other team, team gets, gets a shot. It should be in the playoffs. Okay. Both teams get a shot. And I then agree. sudden death. You know what I think would be fun? I think it would be fun. Just put them on the 20 and go. If you kick a field goal, they have to kick a field goal or a touchdown. If they get a touchdown, they win. If they kick a field goal, we do it again. Why even complicated? Just give both teams a shot. And whoever scores, the the most if you don't score, then it's, then, it's, yeah. then it's sudden death. Yeah, the instant sudden death is just stupid. Yeah. It's crazy. Hey, what, what are your thoughts of Tony Romo as a uh, as a broadcaster? Uh, I am a fan. Take it or leave it. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with him. I don't a really. A lot of different opinions know. on Twitter. I, oh, yeah. Again, I think it's I think it's a Tony Romo is the Nickelback of broadcasters. I do like yeah. and, and we, it's, we had, it's cool to hate on him. We talked about this briefly. I do like the fact that he has that inside information. Like when he would sit there and go, oh, look, 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 Bronx lining up wide. Check out the top of your screen. If they double team on this, they're going to Gronk. Right, they're going and to then, Edelman. Rip, double team right to Gronk. Is he okay. doing a game or is he doing the red zone or what was he doing? No, he's doing the game. He's, he's, doing he's, the game. he's on CBS. He's yeah. Tim and Jim Nance. Good. Yeah. They're going to do the Super Bowl too. Yeah, I, I, he was kind of the Nickelback really? of yeah. quarterbacks when he was still playing or at least at the last couple of years, right? It wasn't it. Well, he lost Fancy down. to call him soft. and uh, he Well, he retired when uh, Dak Prescott yeah. uh-huh. became the quarterback. He went, hmm, the... I can sit and analyze this or I can play. Sit on the sideline. I could yeah. sit and analyze this on the sidelines or I could sit and analyze this in a, in a tie up there where they bring me nachos. Nachos for really? Are you serious? Nachos. So again, Rams Patriots uh, in the Super Bowl. Uh, the Blues, the Blues took on the Senators on Saturday night, picked up a huge win at Enterprise Center. Goals from Vladimir Tarasenko, Vince Dunn, and the game winner from Carl Gunnarsson gave the Blues the win. As it stands right now, the Blues are five points out of the wild card. Uh, this afternoon, the Blues take on a team that sits at the bottom of the Western Conference, the Kings. Puck drops from LA this afternoon, 3 p.m. Today, 3 p- a 3 p.m. game. 3 p.m. Oh! What about that? Uh, by the <laughs> way, uh, as far as the... Uh, I bet hummus ratio, is kicking ass The ratio right poll goes, oh, yeah. uh, good hummus is winning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, just a third option of people that don't care about yeah. this anymore. The, uh, people care about hummus. The rivalry between the Cubs and the Cardinals already heating up, even though it's cold outside. Chris Bryant just fired up Yadier Molina. So it was the Cubs convention in Chicago. Bryant shared a story of talking with Nelly at a Florida Georgia Line concert in Vegas with Bryce Harper. Uh, here's him telling the story. I was going to a Florida Georgia Line concert and with Nelly's Nelly. there. I was like, what is this? Sick. What's up, dude? Nice to meet you. Yeah. He's a big Cardinals fan, so wait. Yeah. Boo. Yeah, he was he was trying to work the magic on Bryce. Yeah, but did he have the bandaid on? Who want to play in St. Louis? So boring. Yeah. Can you pause it for a second? Yeah, so right. boring. He hasn't had the bandaid on in like 13 years. Yeah, dummy. That was just to support his bro in jail. His bro's out, so uh, dummy. Yeah, it's so right. boring. So I always boring. get asked like, where do you like to play? Where do you not like to play? And ooh, St. Louis is on the place I don't like to play. Yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny though? The longer you play in the division, the more time you play those teams. Yeah. Like, oh gosh, you know. I remember when I was getting traded, and they're like, "Hey, how about St. Louis?" I'm like, zero chance in hell. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Okay. No way. No, thank you. No, uh-huh. thank you. Won't but... even go there as a free agent. Oh, yeah, not happening. Too rough. Well, I mean, listen, they're in front of Cubs fans. I get it. And the, the guy interviewing was Ryan Dempster. Yeah, they're in front of Cubs fans. Mm-hmm. It, it's like the same. Reverse the roles. Yeah. 
reverse the roles. If it were, were, were would Cardinal players say that? I don't, I don't think, know. I don't think they would. Like you're alluding to at the beginning, uh, Yachty definitely would not. No, because Yachty did take Are the there Instagram. Are people on the roster? Absolutely. Maybe, yeah. Yachty took to Instagram and said, all stars, elite players, and leaders of their teams do not speak bad about any city. There should be respect, and you should play and compete with respect. Only stupid players and losers make comments <laughs> like the one made by there Brian and Dempster. So he didn't mention anything about Chicago. He just said him personally. You're an idiot. So who knows? Well, uh, I think that's pretty well said, honestly. It's, yeah, it's, it's very well said. They said that just for cheap, you know, uh-huh. cheap applause. You know what I'm saying? Uh, finally, one more thing here. Uh, you know uh, Manny Pacquiao and Adrian Broner, that fight, uh, went 12 rounds. Pacquiao got the decision. Now they're all saying Pacquiao Mayweather has to happen. Broner, he went absolutely nuts. I sent a video to Scott. Uh, he could post it. It's riddled with curse words. You wouldn't even be able to understand it if I beeped everything out. Uh, he went off on the play-by-play guy from Showtime, like went off on him, saying, uh, you know, I'd like to take you on in a fight. And the guy's like, that will never happen. I'm old. No. This interview is over. The video's crazy. I'll send it to Scott. That's your sports. I'm Patrico. Boom goes the dynamite. All right. That is it for us. Donnie Fandango next. Good morning, Donnie. I'm not watching. Why? I'm not. I'm not. All right. So the poll is. I'm not. I thought you liked to watch. No, I mean, I do. All I'm right. just not watching the Super Bowl. Who gotcha. do you want to win? Is it the Rams? Is it the Patriots or Good Hummus? And so far, good hummus is running away with it. As it should. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I want the Patriots, I guess, to win because the idea of Kroenke winning makes me absolutely right, so you furious. Were for the Patriots. But I, I don't. What? I, are you boycotting? I think it's not even really a boycott. It's just there could not be a matchup of every team in the NFL that I hate worse than this. But it's still a pop culture thing. Absolutely. And thank goodness we have a staff with lots of people to be tweeting and handling ah, the social media. I'm not tweeting. I'm boycotting event. You're out. I think I'm going to watch the, you, the Spider-Verse movie with question, my kids. A question that I, I saw on, I think it was Twitter. I was going to invite you over, but never Over the weekend. <laughs> uh, is it, is it a, it's not a hatred of the Patriots. It's not a, it's a, it's a Rams thing. But also is, are NFL fans just tired of the Patriots winning all the time? Is there just fatigue with the Patriots? I think for most people. Not this the is, hatred thing. Just, hey, I'd like to see somebody else. I think for most people, it's a great game. Yeah. I really do. I, I really think that it's a great matchup. I just hate them both with every fiber of my soul. Mm-hmm. Donnie, Rams, Chiefs, you're watching? Yes. Okay. 100%. Rams, Chiefs, watching, what, what, rooting for the what's, Chiefs. What's the difference between the two? The, it's the Chiefs, first of all. So? It's the first time, it, well, it would be it would be a historical thing for them. I think it's a more fun team to root Not for. Not a historical in, thing for them. I mean, first time in, what, 50 years or something like that, 49 years that they make it to the Super Bowl? All I'm saying is people are interested in that story more than here's another Patriots Super well, Bowl. Well, what if it so. was... But, Okay, great. What if it was Saints? What if what if the Saints had made it instead of the Rams? Listen, dudes, I just wanted to have a team to root for. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to have a team that I did not detest in that. Uh. I there are no two teams that I hate worse, almost in professional sports. Go ahead and add the Blackhawks and the Cubs in there. Then 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 the Patriots and the Rams. What the Rams did to St. Louis, we don't even get into it. Was just a heist. The Patriots, although they are a great team with a great franchise, I just I think the Bills' record against the Patriots in my lifetime is like twenty-eight and two. I'm just tired of seeing them beat my beat my brains out. That's it. Also, also, 
we were talking about this off the air at the very beginning. You think the NFL is happy or mad about this result? Oh, they're uh, thrilled. I think they're thrilled. Two, uh, two of the know. biggest big markets. The biggest markets in the NFL. Yeah, you keep talking about biggest market crap, and I think that was a big deal in the 80s and 90s and all that. And I don't think it's as big a deal right now it as is. you think it is. No, first of all, you just talked about NFL fatigue. There's no bigger NFL fatigue than Tom Brady and Patriots stories and that kind of crap. And then the whole L.A. thing, upset not just St. Louis, but a lot of other people. So these two teams aren't the greatest, I think, coming might into I, this thing. I just say that it's a Super Bowl, and it really doesn't matter where the teams are from. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the Super Bowl, people will watch it. Well, it'll still be the most watched thing for the entire yeah, year. Yeah, but I think this yeah. affects it a little. And a hundred bazillion people will watch worldwide. It's hundred percent. It's you, also you talking about the big market thing. It's also a replay of the World Series, and everybody was like, "Oh, two big animals. markets!" And guess what? It was down. Different animals. One yeah, game the, seven. the World Series is a, is a lot. You know, people are considering making the day after the Super Bowl a holiday, so people. Yeah, this, this people don't have to go to work. As much as much as I would love for the World Series to be as big of a deal as the Super Bowl, it just isn't. No, I'm just, I'm just and, comparing and, the two when people are talking about, oh, big market, Dodgers and Red it's Sox. commercials, it's Maroon 5, the whole pomp and circumstance of it. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, boy, at least they got a halftime show to look forward to. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> what do you think about uh, Chris Bryant, what he said? Come on. You know, I get that you're there, and I get that you're there, fans, and like that's I get, I, th- I think okay. he got caught up in the moment, and it's, he went for the cheap applause. That's fine, but Chris Bryant was the, and I tweeted this. Chris Bryant was like the one cub that I was like, you know what? That's the dude that I can root for. You and you're disappointed. I'm I and I'm totally disappointed. And and I loved Yadier came back within like an hour. Right. I thought that that was cool. The one thing that this is really great for is. Uh, I have not had a winter where I have been super fired up about Cardinal baseball in a couple years. Not to say I don't look forward to it because I always do. I'm ready for spring. You're ready. You're you're ready? Ready? Got I'm ready. He's got I'm the gold shirt. He's got a gold shirt. Donnie's wearing his cleats. Shirt already, don't yeah, you? Yeah, 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 I do. I, I'm, I, I just, Donnie's wearing his cleats. Did you bring your mitt to the studio? You got a cup on? or you Dude, just... if we had room for a catch in this building we, today, I'd totally do it. That would be hall. awesome. Here we can today. make that happen. Dude, that would be awesome. I'm going to run some ground balls out in the hall. Yeah. We're going to get out of here. Sorry, sorry. Blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz Moon. Well, it's all titled, He is Still Suffering from Death. Find out why. Make sure you listen to the podcast. The blog has sexy time fun facts and everything else we covered today and uh, we even played a little fun game so make sure you catch up on the podcast for that it was a children's book or porno title um the uh, the podcast is available at all podcast directories and if you're doing it via itunes or one that has a review system make sure you leave us a nice little review five and, stars uh, would be nice that's right that Thank helps you. out <laughs> five stars would be great again 1057thepoint.com slash riz tomorrow tony patrico announces the new punishment for real or fake oh yeah What's it to be, Donnie? I don't know, but I'll tell you what. One thing is is constant. Donnie being relieved that I don't have to deal with it. <laughs> you can jump in at any time. You know the punishment that. is actually, good. Donnie, you have to play for the rest of your life. <laughs> As you know what, Donnie, if you want to jump in on this one, now's the time. Dude. That's up to you. Now, no pressure. You want to tag in? I'll tag out? No, no you're, you're definitely. Oh, I was asking him. Uh, if... if I, I don't. You don't need this in your life. Yeah, I, I you not right now. I, I just don't think so. You got enough things going on. <laughs> you let us know when, man. I will. We're waiting. Uh, what do you got coming up, Donnie? Uh, I've got your chance to win some Shine Down tickets. We will talk uh, just a little bit more about uh, the, the the games yesterday uh, in sports a little bit later on today. And I've also got some new music from one of the bands coming to play our Point Birth Month next month. Great. So uh, hang out. All right, we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, shouting out Adam Prest one more time from O'Fallon, Illinois. Yay! This is the Rizzuto Show podcast.
To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.